I'm Stan Lee's Stan Lee, creator of Stan Lee, and welcome to Stan Lee's Bad Movie Fiends Podcast, presented by Stan Lee, inventor of the Bamfcast. One Stan Lee, Excelsior! All right, and welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, hey, Bamcast. Hello. Episode 121. Hello, podcast. <laughs> Hello, podcast. Hello, podcast. Hello. Hello. I am in you. Yeah. What? I don't know. Ew. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beat. And I'm Chuck. And I'm Stan Lee. <laughs> Special guest. Hey, he's joining us today. Inventor of the Bamcast. <laughs> what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is, if you haven't figured it out, we watch a punishing movie from the past. <laughs> And then we play judge, jury, and executioner, and come in here and talk about it. And it gets a rating. That rating is one to five jocks if it's a good, bad movie, an enjoyable, bad movie, after robot jocks. Hooray! If it's a bad, bad movie, as in Stay Away, it gets one to five douchebags and a negative sliding scale, as in Twilight. Boo. As in douchebags. Yes. As in douchebags. Bags. Bags, dudes. Douchebags. <laughs> right. Bags douche. Douche. Twilight. There was a lot of douche there. I don't know what happened. So, yeah. <laughs> so we're starting Douche. off a new uh, theme trilogy here. Hell Hooray! yeah! <laughs> this is the before Marvel fucking cared about standards trilogy. Hooray! Pre- presented by Stanley. Presented by Stanley. Yes, and we decided to start with 1989's The Punisher. Presented by Stanley. <laughs> it, <was. laughs> it was. His name was all over. It. Yep. Uh, starring our our buddy, Dollar. our friend Dolph Lundgren. Yay, our friend. Alumni, mm-hmm. Dolph Lundgren. The Bamfcast owned Dolph Lundgren. Mm-hmm. Belongs to us. So, I think, yeah, I think it's official. Let's get a uh, let's get a plot summary out of the way, and then we can talk about The Punisher. Mm-hmm. Frank Castle is an ex-cop who lives in the sewers and acts as judge, jury, and executioner to the city's criminals in retaliation for the unpunished murders for of his wife and kids. Frank's ex-partner, Jake, finally catches up with the vigilante as he tries to stop the Japanese mob, which is trying to take over the city's mafia operation. Jake Berkowitz, yes. Louis Gossett Jr., Oscar winner as Jake Berkowitz. <laughs> Berkowitz, yeah. Samuel L. Bronkowitz presents <laughs> Lou Gossett Jr. as <laughs> Stan Lee. Uh huh. So, yeah. I'll also mention this. Okay. Uh, speaking of alumni, the director Mark Goldblatt. Mm-hmm. The only other feature-length movie he made was Dead Heat. Dead Heat. One of our prior episodes. Oh, no. Just Capode. So we have now basically gone through his filmography. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but right. though, as an editor. Mark Goldblatt. As wow. an editor, this guy has made. Every movie that's awesome. A lot of badass yeah. movies. He has been associated with some awesome, awesome movies. Yeah, you got The Howling, Enter the Ninja, Terminator, Piranha. First Blood Part 2, Commando, Predator 2, which I love, Terminator 2. <laughs> Jumping Jack Flash, yep. yeah, Super Mario Brothers, yes, more, uh, <laughs> that could have used more editing, yeah, all the way up through like Armageddon so, and. Needless to say, this movie has deep roots mm-hmm. in Bamfcast territory, indeed, because we've got Dolph, of course, who is in one of our very first Five Jocks movies. Yes, I come in true. peace mm-hmm. slash Dark Angel slash whatever. Yes, slash awesome. a monument to cinema that we should have a commentary track <laughs> on the DVD for, but for some reason don't. Well, we can work on that. It's just yeah. a DVD-R. <laughs> we could just make our own, yeah. so sell to people that want sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, we should, because I, I love that movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. So mm-hmm. Yeah, so this one, The Punisher. Yeah. There's some punishing. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. There, there are is. 96 counts of killing in this movie. Yeah, this was what, ranked number 67 on the body count mm-hmm. list? Yes. Yeah, this movie's violent. This movie's Hell pretty violent. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's The Punisher. I think there's more deaths in this than, like, 
the Thomas Jane and Punisher Warzone combined. I mean, Punisher Warzone is a pretty Punisher fucking... Warzone's pretty high. It's a pretty violent movie, but this has a lot of fucking killing in it. Yeah. So, I think this is exactly what we needed, because... Yes. We've been in a dry spell of, of just things we thought were going to be good that we didn't all agree on. I mean, even surviving the game, like, we had a lot of fun with that, but we were still kind of like... Eh, yeah, the movie was, itself was still... There garbage. was a lot of squandered yeah. potential yeah. in that one. So, I think this is exactly what we needed, so... And we return to the Golden Age. Yeah. 1989, <laughs> 1991. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So in, in case you don't know, as the as the summary said, the plot of The Punisher is that Frank Castle is a cop. He's targeted by the mafia, and they try to kill him, but they end up killing his uh, wife and s- mixed amount of kids. It depends on which origin you go with, but mm-hmm. in this one, he's got two girls, mm-hmm. and they all die in a car uh, bomb as he's walking up to the house. and. Survives he the somehow explosion. survives yeah. the car bomb. Even though he's right there. Sure. Like busting <laughs> yeah. out the window and trying right. to get his wife out and the car blows up yeah. all the way. It's on fire at first and yes. then it blows all the way up. Mm-hmm. So he, uh, you know, everyone assumes he's dead. He disappears and creates this Punisher e- uh, alter ego and goes around killing people, you know, vi- yeah. villains, basically. And Everybody except the perpetrator of his family's murder. <laughs> well, Because yeah. that dude flees the country. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he... Uh, he moves to the sewers and uh, him and his bike, and he gets himself naked a lot and prays in front of some altar. Yeah, kind of like a meditation sure. thing, naked meditation. Yeah. And uh, apparently, he's been doing it for five years at this point, right? Because that's how long Louis Gossett Jr. is the cop that's been searching for him, mm-hmm. who his was former, former partner, partner yeah. right? Even though Frank Castle has been declared dead, mm-hmm. he's the only one who's like, "No, this the Punisher is Frank. I know mm-hmm. it." And everyone's like, "Frank's dead." Deal with it. It doesn't make any yeah. sense for this to be going on. <laughs> Get some sunglasses on and yep. deal with it. Yeah, but uh, nobody. No, yeah. but he's like, I know, I know, Frank. This is Frank. Mm-hmm. He's doing this. <laughs> well, and then this has a stink all over. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and early on, he gets a, like he gets aftershave. A, <laughs> he gets a partner who is this chick who basically just badgers him into letting him be her partner and she he's pulling the whole i only work alone oh, yeah, i work with blah, the best blah, blah. i only yeah, work well, with first the best. he says i work alone yeah yeah and then he says i only work with the best and, and she's, quite, like, then she's like the top of my class he's like whatever rookie <laughs> i'm the first earliest youngest person to make detective blah 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 and then finally he's like whatever he's getting in the car to it, leave yeah and she goes i think that frank castle's the punisher too and he's like be in my office at nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> right, I'll be in at eleven. Yeah. But she's <laughs> coffee ready. She serves no purpose in the movie except no. nope. to bring out a computer Whiz program. Bang computers, and she's like, "I put in all the Punisher's murders over the last five years, and it'll tell us exactly where to go." Well, she exists to give Lewis Gossett Jr. someone to talk to. Sure, basically because he can't just mutter to himself. Mm-hmm. That that's really it. Yeah, she exists but, so that he can talk yeah. to somebody. But the main plot point like is she's the person. one who introduces the idea that he's living in the sewer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he goes, "I've checked the entire city up, down, left, right, north, south, east, west," and she's yeah. like, "Did you check under?" <laughs> oh, and they go to the sewer. And yeah. So. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? Yeah. <laughs> well, they don't even find him when they go there. No, they're just wandering around the sewers. They just wander around the sewer. And then and he turns leave. himself in. But yeah, but yeah. we're jumping ahead because <laughs> his, his first killing session is. Uh, Fucking amazing! <laughs> yeah, apparently it's it's yes. like it's the current crime boss of the city. I don't even think they established what city he's in. It's a sure. metro area. It's, yes, yeah. And I mean, he, if it's the Punisher by the Punisher storyline, it should be New York City. But sure. This was all filmed in like Sydney, Australia, I right. believe. Yeah. So it's just called a metro area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this this guy's basically just been acquitted of whatever crime he's 
you know, being tried for. Mm-hmm. And he goes home and, hey, let's have a celebration, guys, but check the house first. And so all of his goons spread out across the house. And, of course, the Punisher's, you know, he followed him in. home, basically. He snuck in the attic. Yeah. And uh, he's pretty much kind of mostly silently taking them out one by one. Knife mm-hmm. throws, hangs one dude. Mm-hmm. Guy comes in with the, you know, tray full of champagne, sees all his guys murdered. Well, the one guy's hanging from yes, the right in front of him. Yeah. And drops it, and, you know, we we're treated to, like, POV shot of the Punisher coming to kill him. Mm-hmm. And then... Somehow he blows up the house. Well, like, no, there's a gunshot, oh, and yeah. all the news crews that have been standing outside the gate run rush in and house. run towards the house. And then the house it's blows like, Let's up. Let's get some footage. The house blows up yeah, a little bit. The house blows up a tiny bit, enough to kind blow of, out the windows. Yeah, it blows out the windows. And, and the, it's a decent fireball, and we're like, all right. And yeah, then pretty like, good. the mob guy yeah. stumbles out. Yeah. Knife and back. Knife and back. Knife and back. Hits Punisher the, knife, because he has a little skull knife, yeah, which is right. the only sign of the skull symbol that he has mm-hmm. in this entire movie. Yeah. So, and then Punisher comes out into the doorway just enough to be seen a little bit and then this fucking house explodes well, I he mean, does make a point of of kind of sidling off he does sort of step he's, back into the shadow but, back, but I, a nanosecond later this house goes up in napalm i mean yeah, it, it is erupts <laughs> it, it doesn't explode it erupts yes i mean it is any opening that flames can come out of shoot out of this house. it is an impressive it blows, like explosion. part of the house like the top left corner yeah. of the house off yeah i mean Nice work. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Yeah, that's when I was like, okay, yeah. this movie knows what we it's want, screen and it's filler. delivering. Mm-hmm. Yes. But the point is that Dolph should have died right then. Yeah. Sure. That it was does kind of set up that he can, <laughs> he can survive, survive any explosion. Survive any explosion, <laughs> for one. Um, and he kind of, like, slinks off and moves really fast off screen. Mm-hmm. Like, like as, as soon as you do, <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you don't see him, he's moving faster than the speed of light. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a, there was an edit there, so you know, maybe editor sure. guy didn't have enough time to like go. Okay, he had time to get away. And yeah. Now, boom! Right. You know, yeah. we just assume he lives. But so that sets up the <laughs> current crime boss is dead, and now Yay. I guess next in the line has to come back from Italy or wherever he's been hiding out. Mm-hmm. And comes back into town and... This is Gianni Franco. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Playing by, uh, is it Jerome Crabby? Crabby? Crabby. Crabby. Yes. Crabby. Sure. He's yeah. a bad dude from The Fugitive. Yes. Yeah. I remember... It was bothering me the whole movie, but I remember him from Immortal Beloved. The oh, yeah. The yeah, yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, he, he shows back up with his son and they have a scene where they just establish who he is and... Yeah, that he's back in town. Yeah, and he sets up this thing where he's like, there's no more families. We're not doing this inner family bullshit of fighting amongst ourselves. We're creating one giant mafia, one mafia only. You all work for me, blah, blah, blah. All yeah, basically aside. because of the Punisher. Right. Because he's, you know, he's eliminated <laughs> enough of them that they have to. Yeah, the only way we can survive is, is we band together. So <laughs> so they, they plan this, and his first move is that they're going to be intercepting like five, 600 kilos of drugs. Yeah, it's just a boat. Drugs. A boat, Drug boat. that will have drugs mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, so Punisher overhears this because I, I guess he's got a speaker installed in their little conference room yeah, somehow. Yeah, that was never established. He's how got that a worked, bug there. Sure. <laughs> but so he shows up at the same time, and he's just about to bust it and take out all these uh, henchmen at this uh, drug drop-off, which, by the way... They are all on full fucking tilt. It's kind of hilarious. Oh, yeah. oh they are amped up. I mean, one one guy can't figure out how to use the yeah. walkie-talkie. How does this work? The other guy's like, do, 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 real fucking hard. He's like, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> they're yeah, like, they're, like, they're ready guns. to murder each yeah, other. They're pulling guns and yeah. putting them in each other's well, it's faces. A, it's all the fan, you know, it's the first time all yeah. the families are right. getting together yeah, and so they're, they're all... They're on they're edge. All, yeah, they're on edge. <laughs> but yeah. everybody, like, I mean, one guy's like, gets on the radio, he's like, I gotta fucking take a piss. And the other guy's like, so piss. <laughs> 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 they're all, yeah, they're all instantly the fuck out for whatever reason. They're just, they're very odd. 
edge. And, and it's a lot of coke out yeah. there in the bay. And and so Punisher <laughs> Just basically wafts in off the bay. Up <laughs> <the nose. laughs> he's he's got a crossbow with a scope, and he's about to shoot one of the people, and he's got a line attached to. It. He's going to repel in mm-hmm. after he shoots a guy. And just as as he's about to do this, they they cut out to the boat that's arriving in the harbor, uh-huh. and scuba ninjas come yeah. out of nowhere, basically, mm-hmm. and start murdering everyone on the boat. Yep. yep. So they've taken over the boat, mm-hmm. and it pulls into the harbor, and there's more scuba ninjas. They're already in the harbor. <laughs> right. That's the best way I could describe them. They're wearing what uh, scuba ninjas. Yep. Yeah, scuba ninjas. You got it. <laughs> and so they start taking out all of the Italian guys. The, and there's the one with guys. boobs. Yes. Yep. <laughs> uh, they t- start taking out all the mobsters, and then the boat pulls up, and then they all jump off, and because they're the scuba ninjas too, mm-hmm. and they're just murdering everyone. And Punisher's just kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> kind of doing my job for me. I guess they, gotta, <laughs> they uh, well, they they see Punisher, and yeah, they make a mistake of shooting at him, mm-hmm. and yeah, then he's like, well, I gotta fucking kill both sides of this shit. So, so. He, he does crossbow one of the. Uh, we find out they're they're the, you know the Asian triad, right. m- you know gangsters that have come into the place, and he shoots one of them and repels in, shooting everybody. And, mm-hmm. And a, and a fun, explosive, action-filled scene. Yeah, and there's a scene like where he's running through a warehouse chasing the van, and like every few feet there's an opening where he will shoot the van, and then every once in a while there's a couple of dudes in one of the openings, and he'll shoot them. Oh, he has the shotgun of unlimited shells. Right, yeah, he mm-hmm. never reloads that thing. No. That's uh, an amazing shotgun, because it's got distance. Yep. Everything and he just keeps firing it at dudes. Yeah, and he's super fast at like re- you know cocking it too. It's just he's just like <laughs> just really really yep. fast. And he shoots that Never one dude out. that sneaks up on him, and that dude just goes flying backwards like at a hundred mm-hmm. miles an hour into a mm-hmm. bunch of crates. Movie shotguns. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So then the cops show up the next day, and they're like, "Well, we got seven dead bodies," and we're like, "Wait, no, there's yeah, like well, hundred dead, dead people here." Seven <laughs> seven what happens? Uh, Italian mobsters. Oh, yeah, okay. like. Dolph eventually jumps on top of the. Oh, he's on the van, and he's it, on top he of the van. Kills and he, the driver. And goes in the window and stabs the guy in the heart. Right. And then the van the, goes the in the van water. Creams into the, the shark. Goes water. in the water. <laughs> and, and Ninja Chick throws a knife at his leg, and so he kind of stumbles back. Oh, he got, got her in the shoulder. In he got the shoulder. Because yeah. remember, he, he in the leg later. it later. Yeah. Yeah, she hates him with knives. So he falls in the water, and then none of them have watched MythBusters, and all shoot at the water. They and shoot just the water. Figure they've killed him, and then assume he's dead. And that's when the cops yeah. are pulling the... They pull the van out. They pull the van out. And they're like, all oh, the drugs monsters are dead. <laughs> and then they realize... And that's when the cops realize that, oh, fuck, we got to deal with Yakuza, too. Because mm-hmm. there's a goddamn ninja in the driver's seat. <laughs> yeah. With yep. a Punisher knife in his chest. Yep. The it's all now. just changed. <laughs> so then... He's like, we got a murder stew here. <laughs> Every possible ingredient. <laughs> it's a melting hey, pot of you murder. You some ninjas in there and a little bit of bone. You got yourself a stew. <laughs> Sorry, random arrested development. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> we got the next scene. What the hell happens after that? Uh, it's um, cop, that, that's cop basically talking. when yeah, yeah. The, the cops they they're like okay, well, we gotta find the Punisher and we gotta find the Yakuza. Well, that's when we gotta do everything. He's basically turned into a zombie at this point. He's all pale and he, he yeah he heats goes up the back knife to his and, little place and cauterizes his wound. And, but then mm-hmm. that's when they go to the Yakuza first meeting with all the mob bosses right up in their badass conference room with like the circular door that yeah the the james bond james villain bond. layer door and oh. granite tables and oh it's an awesome yeah it's pretty sweet it's an awesome door there. at least and uh but yeah yakuza basically the the main chick comes in and just says hey uh yeah we're gonna take 75 percent. you guys get 25 mm-hmm. so have a nice day and, and the one like, guy's like no fucking way yeah 
and they murder his ass. Yeah, she, like, well, she breaks, breaks his, his hand or yeah. something. Oh, yeah. that's right. She, he get he gets all in her face with his finger, like, nah, lady, you ain't gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> on my finger, on my finger. <laughs> and everyone else is like, all right, well, yeah, and well, uh, and head crime boss has to give a little backstory to her. Uh, yeah, she killed the, her brother. Yeah, basically, he's like, "Let me tell you a story about her." Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't care about blah, anything. Blah, 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 the only blah, thing she blah, cared blah, about blah. Was, her, was her twin brother, and it's like, blah blah blah. Eventually, she kills her brother. Killed her brother. Mm. Oh, she's a badass. Well, I guess we got to do this. Then. Yeah, and they basically say, "Well, what if we refuse to do this?" And she says, "Well, you won't have a choice soon." Yes, and that's and when, that's when they proceed to kidnap all the mob boss's children, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what this movie needed: mm-hmm. children. Yep. <laughs> Except. It redeems itself because most of the kids are kind of awesome. No, I know, but but at, at no. first glance, it's like, oh yeah. no, kids, oh, no. Yeah. no. We're gonna kids. have a long talking scene kids. About kids. Yeah. He's there to save Shit. the children. No, but yeah. So the, all the Punisher believes the children are their future. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill them all and make them watch as they go away. Shoot them well and let them lead the way. <laughs> so yeah, all the all the mob bosses' kids get kidnapped and. So, like, all of them except, all the bosses except the main dude agree to a meeting, mm-hmm. and they go to, like, the Godfather restaurant. And Godfather's it, Pizza. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's like a double cross where all their people, you know, are there to... Well, yeah, well, they, they go, she goes, oh, Franco decided not to come, and they're like, yeah, he ain't in here. She's like, well, that was a wise decision. <laughs> what? And then everyone in the place, like... Apparently, the triads have hired everyone. Everyone. Or the Yakuza, I should mm-hmm. say. Everyone. Have hired every Because, like, there's, like, an old lady who, oh, that who pulls was awesome. out a fucking hand it's cannon, just the, just, and they just start yeah. blasting away all their bodyguards. Yeah, it's just extras in the restaurant all of a sudden and work then the for guys the Yakuza. Are like, Why don't you just kill us? Yeah. And she's like, I already have. And, you know, starts <laughs> slowly rubbing the wine glasses that they've... Yeah, but they've the, been holding, and of course they die immediately as soon as they realize they've been poisoned. Sure, but the the one poison dude, doesn't work unless you know you've been poisoned. Yeah, yeah. the the but the one dude who didn't drink because he's on medication. I'm on medication. <laughs> hey. I'm on medication. <laughs> His hands are pinned to the wall because the the mute chicks. Yeah, we didn't threw her, the Yakuza threw her earrings or whatever at him, and that's what's weird about this movie too is you've got all these Japanese martial artists there, mm-hmm. and yet. The one apparent biggest badass is like the little white girl who never She's says been anything. Little yeah. orphan mute white girl. But, yes, they but she apparently that, has deadly earrings. Well, yes, yeah. so they explain that she adopted this mute blonde girl, the, the head Yakuza lady, mm-hmm. and apparently trained her to be a right. badass killer her whole sure, life. Because that's, yeah. sure, that's what, you, what do. you do. Well, yeah, no, it's smart. I guess I missed that. You steal part. a baby, you're going to train them. <laughs> <laughs> or have well, it make shoes. Can't do I don't yeah, something, with it. you know. <laughs> They get clean floors. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Easy to reach. They're, they're yeah. small. So, okay. This but is. Yeah. So she like basically crucifies the guy to the wall. Yeah. And then. And then uh, oh. Pulls, pulls out his pulls gun. His, pulls his gun out. Yeah. Shoves it in his mouth. And gets a good 10 sec- seconds of him going. Mm-hmm. Blam. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then that's when Punisher has decided. I guess he. F- I, there's no real clear reason as to what how Punisher gets from scene to scene, but he's found like a, an underground casino and yeah, well he has, we haven't talked about his informant. Uh, Do we have to? <laughs> that guy. I he, guess we do. Cause he's, he's sort he's of important. Like, Obnoxious. Yeah. He's twitchy exposition should be his name because yeah. that's all he shows up to do is to be like that's lord twitchy exposition <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah he's 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 drunken english a, actor a drunk hobo yet he was on stage as an actor one day long right. ago and he, he's peter o'toole 
less successful. He's Peter the Tool. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. And he looks a little bit like Hugh Laurie. Oh, yeah. yeah, enough yeah. to, yeah. 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 But he basically is the informant for the Punisher, so he shows right. up whenever the Punisher needs. Sure. Whenever, whenever the Punisher needs information. Now, it's no, no idea where this guy is getting the information, but he always has the exact right information. Mm-hmm. Hey, all those guys you're looking for, they're going to be at this place. Mm-hmm. Pier 30. Yeah. At 9 o'clock. And then apparently, he, well, he knows about the triads now, or the, I keep saying triads too, the, yeah. the, the Yakuza. Right, the Yakuza. So, so he knows, like, they're the new threat in town, so he's got to go deal with them. So that's why he goes to the underground casino. Right. It's well, he also knows the kid's been kidnapped, doesn't he? I don't think not so. Yet. Not, not yet. I or think yes, he does. He yeah, does. he does, because he said but something. But he doesn't know where to find he, him. The, the, the dude tells him that on the second visit, when he goes I down in so. the sewers. Mm-hmm. He's like, they, they stole the kids. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought he blew up the or shot up the casino first but whatever no because he he the first thing he does is he picks up that one dude and was like you tell him to give the kids back and mm-hmm. and then he goes crazy but okay but i forget what he does the first bit of information i forget what he does but it's the second bit of information when he's down in the sewers he's like they stole the the mob boss's kids and yeah. punisher he, doesn't care he acts like he doesn't care yeah but. he's like i ah, it's not my fight just fuck him yeah <laughs> but the old man is just like you yeah, gotta save God the kids. The kids are innocent. Speaking in rhyme speak periodically. It's yeah, he's, really he's doing bizarre. Shakespearean couplets it's, through the whole. Yeah. <laughs> just but here and there, it's, it's yeah. really weird. Don't but, forget, I'm an actor. But it doesn't matter. Who cares? He, he yeah. they, they go to this casino, and I, I this is the greatest. The movie this peaks scene is at amazing. this point. It's so. I can't believe it. It goes on and on the way it does. Well, first he he, he Batman crashes through the skylight, which right. is set up because they're like, "Hey, look, skylight!" and right over the craps table. Right. Mm-hmm. So good place for it. So sure. of course he 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 lands. Everyone starts screaming, well, bloody he, like, murder!" He and murders the, whoever the person is closest to him, who could have been anyone. Now, no, I he, mean, he had a gun. He pulled mm-hmm. a gun out. Yeah. Okay, well, whatever. But I mean, all the obviously all these people in this illegal casino are quote unquote criminals, but they're not. I don't think all of them are necessarily worthy Death of attempted worthy murder. <laughs> I mean. Well, some See, of them that's were the just thing. It, seekers. It, it, he wasn't even really attempting to murder people. He was just trying uh, to cost some money. Well, I, if you notice, he didn't. <laughs> he only shot the guys with guns. I was paying specific attention to that. Mm-hmm. He only shot the people who had guns. Yeah, but he let loose a oh, bazillion yeah. bullets. There he could did. have been people hiding behind any of those things he was destroying. Not right. behind the slot well, machines, but not behind the slot machines. Okay, maybe fine. behind, maybe behind the bar. But it wasn't a surgical strike, is all I'm saying. For, <laughs> it was for sort dropping, of okay, for dropping into a skylight. <laughs> yes, I'm just with saying. a fucking M60 machine gun and laying down a thousand yes, rounds. Yes. It was a surgical strike. Oh well, okay. Because the movie didn't show any non. In any people who are not specifically delineated as criminals, a thousand nine. rounds. That was like, <laughs> that was at least several thousand. It wasn't Holy. a mad minute. It was like a mad hour. Yeah, oh. it was. It went on for a long, long time. Like, it was you know beautiful. how long like Bill Duke pulls the the machine gun in Predator? Yeah, you know it's it's, it's longer, like, than, longer than, that. than that. Oh, <laughs> much longer than that. Like every time you think he's come to a logic, like he keeps. It's like he keeps putting a period on the end of each sentence by blowing up something. He's he's got like a thousand rounds, and then he shoots his grenade launcher. And it's like, okay, one of these shots with a grenade launcher is going to be the end of the carnage. And it keeps going. Nope. nope. And it keeps going. And <laughs> yep. it keeps going. And <laughs> he shoots up everything. He shoots up the craps table. Yes. The blackjack yes. table. Every single slot machine. Yes. If it can be destroyed, he the will bar, destroy it the with bar, bullets. He destroys the every the bottle yeah. of liquor in the bar. Yes. He, he punishes that And they keep cutting room. back to his face, getting angrier and oh, angrier. Man. Oh, he's making gun faces like, oh, like yeah, whoa. Oh, yeah, he's I mean, got he is serious just, gun face And going. it's like, it's not even like angry gun face. It's like sweet, I'm in a groove gun face. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I'm shooting mm-hmm. the fuck up out of this room. My, my heartbeat is coming rhythm with right, the Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh my god! It, I, a good seven or eight minutes straight of bullet fire. It, no. it is on <laughs> <It's not> seven, <laughs> seven or eight minutes. Oh yeah! Chuck. Come it on! It feels like it. It has to be. Because every time you're we make like, a video of this scene, I'm you're gonna time be like, oh shit! I'm it's like time a minute and scene. a half. No. But it is seriously. <laughs> I would guess around two minutes. Mm-hmm. Which it's got to be long. It could be. <laughs> it, it's one of those things. That would be long. That would be tw- 1,200 rounds if it was two minutes. Yeah, I, I was just saying it's I like, don't doubt it. <laughs> it feels like it because he just keeps shooting. Yeah. And then he fires the grenade launcher and blows this one dude up because the dude was coming at him. Yeah. Come at me, bro. Doing something. <laughs> yeah, he's just periodically just using the underbelly grenade launcher. Yeah. And it, I, it's got to be the longest sustained gunshot or firing of a gun in a movie ever. It just every time you're like, it okay, on it's done and on yeah. and no, on. No, no. You just the bullets keep flying. And well, we had enough time to be like, yes, cheering, and then started laughing, yeah. and then started laughing more. <laughs> and by the end, we were pretty much rolling on the floor because we just could not I couldn't, believe couldn't that that scene went for that long. <laughs> could not breathe. Yeah. And then they just cut to the next morning. Louis Gossett Jr. is walking around going, Fuck Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> He shot up everything. <laughs> what are we going to do with all these shell casings? I can't even see the floor. <laughs> They're there should, everywhere. There should have just been piles of shell casings. <laughs> should have just, just knocking like, them open over. up the door like <laughs> yeah, they couldn't get into the room. Shell casings just all <laughs> fall out. Yeah, but the main thing this establishes for them is <laughs> avalanche of shell casings out the door. Oh, it's actually uh, even better. Like they open up the door, like the closet, and, and shell casings yeah. just rain out. Yeah. Like the blood uh, in the elevator was shining. <laughs> so good. But uh, yeah, that's all that really establishes is that the cops had figured that the Punisher had kidnapped the kids, mm-hmm. but they search one of the Yakuza guys and see pictures of the kids and realize that, yeah. you know, make that connection that, oh, the Yakuza have the kids, not. Well, and plus him. he has to give the speech of like, that's when you finally are let on that he knows who Frank Castle was. They were partners because mm-hmm. he goes, I wouldn't do this. I know two reasons he wouldn't. And he pulls out. Some reason he has yeah. a picture of his kid. Oh, no, 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 it, cut, it cuts because he him pulls it off at, of the yeah. Yakuza guy. No, no, no. It, it cut, it, that was a that was a good cut because like he, I know two reasons, and it cuts to Dolph Lundgren oh, okay. looking at the picture of right. his two kids, which well, is burned. Well, burned. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't think he had a. I don't think he had a. Photo no, Louis Gossett Jr. pulled out a yeah, picture from his wallet. Yeah, because it was a, it was a fresh clean yeah. picture. Oh, okay, okay. And, yeah. and then they cut to Dolph So that was the only way he came to the conclusion that Frank didn't have. No, that was where we were supposed to be let on that like. He knows. Yes, this was his partner, blah, blah, blah. Because that, like, that's when he goes into the speech about, like, you know, yeah. blah, 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 he was my partner. Right. Yeah, but he makes a it a point to explain it to his, to the other detective there. And the rest of the audience and, who hadn't caught on. Yeah, and the right. and pointless exposition chick. Sure. Right. Exposition. But, and then, yeah. uh, so he, so then he, he steals a bus. No. Yeah, well, no, but before he, that. his informant tells him where the kids are right. the next day. Yeah. So that he goes there. Being he, held. he goes oh, there. Right. This is where we get the second to, awesome scene. Oh, he goes to Coney Island. Is because yeah. he goes to this funny land. Yeah, this shitty, shitty closed amusement fun park. Land it was something. It said closed due to bad weather. Bad weather or yep. something. Yeah, it was. It was cl- cl- Sorry, cl- kids. Yeah. The park's <laughs> closed. <laughs> clouds. Well, yeah. Should have told you. It, it was supposed to be Coney Island. Yeah. So, yeah. but he goes there, and of course, he's riding around in his motorcycle, alerting everyone within a one mile radius that. Hey, there's somebody here now. Right. They, they had like Punisher one or, don't give a one fuck. One or two cu- cool shots of like ninjas like flipping silently, like yeah. sort of off frame. He like, would go through a, a, yeah. a hallway or something, and all of a sudden, ninja would go. Whoosh. But he gets into this big warehouse room. That's <laughs> <laughs> the sound ninjas make. Yeah, that's all they make. <laughs> yep, and he's ninjas kinda, and unicorns. And he's kind of walking through. I guess he's just kind of exploring, looking for the kids. Yeah, he's sure. just figuring out, find them eventually. Around. And then he spots ninjas up on the top rail and sure. starts shooting. 
they go down the slides. The fun slide. Oh, the yeah, fun on slide. Their knees. Yeah. On their knees yeah. shooting while shooting right. at him. Like it, it's, it's like, several waves too. I mean, it's not like like just like the first the first group of them go. It's no. like they've coordinated oh, that looks this fun. shit. I want to do that too. Yeah. Come on, it's like the, the 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 curved slide that you would ride like Wee. burlap down. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's what it. It is. has a little hill sort of at yeah. the bottom that you go up like, and then come. They're, they're like doing it on their slide. knees really? in their ninja yeah. garb. Yeah. yeah. And, and then we finally like, by like yes, the, yeah. How has nobody ever done this before? <laughs> and then by yes. like the third wave, Punisher just pulls out a grenade, and is like fuck this, and just yeah, throws it over the slide. <laughs> he got sick of gunning them down. Yeah, because he, he was. I mean, as they were all coming down, he's just standing out in the open, just picking them yeah, off. Yeah, this scene ups the body count considerably because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he is blasting dudes off that railing, and all of a sudden he gets sideswiped by Chick Ninja. And um, taken out by her basically because I think she—that's when she. Well, yeah, well, he leg, suddenly right? he, suddenly he's on his motorcycle oh, riding yeah, up the right. thing, and she throws a she chain th- that knocks him. Like, <laughs> well, she stops, stops the, the motorcycle bike, yeah. dead, and he goes over the handle, and he goes flying. Like oh, they yeah. chucked that thirty stunt feet man. easy. Yeah, whoever that stunt man was, he they went. gave him a toss yeah. off of that thing. <laughs> yeah, so he gets kind of knocked out, and she, you know, surrounds him and ca- captures him, and basically throws him on the rack. And yeah, they, they they take him to the the torture room mm-hmm. where. There's like a doctor in heels and yeah, other weird. random just henchmen, just and it just turns into that James Bond like you know, tell me what I want to know or I'll mm-hmm. torture you. And of course he's well, he's more funny. He's just like he's just tell making, me tell me who's telling you what to do, and he's like Batman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just making jokes. And so they, I love how Batman has become the default response for <laughs> all our movies. Anything. It's always just <laughs> Batman. Tell him you're Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's like, well, maybe maybe if you won't talk. Because you're getting tortured, you'll talk when someone else is tortured, and they pull the cover off this other table, and it's drunken actor it's dude, Peter the Tool, yeah, mm-hmm. being tortured. And Dolph Lundgren really didn't give a shit about this either. He's yeah. just he just and sort of looks over and is like, yeah, I guess that's does his part for the course. Because really. like they stretch him one time, he's just like, oh, he's got so much alcohol in him, he's oh, not feeling anything. Oh, he at worked out that kink, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woo. And so eventually, ah, attraction. The the henchwoman does the usual. I've got somewhere I gotta go, so. Eventually, she leaves, henchwoman leaves, and leaves the torture in the capable hands of goofy doctor guy. Well, it's not even henchwoman. It's the main doctor. Right. Yeah. Dr. Heelgood. Yeah. yeah. And and Dr. just like, Heelgood. he will continue the torture <laughs> process. Dumbass. I got to go to take her to class or something. And... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just got to go to Yakuza school. <laughs> right. So, yeah. he... Frank has immediately figured out how to get out of this. Is that the the? Well, it's because it's a wing nut on the yeah, thing that's holding his hand. Just immediately, he's like, "I can get this off." And so he calls the guy over. He's like, oh, "Come over here. I got something to tell you." <laughs> and so the guy's like, "Go check him." <laughs> so the two henchmen go over, like right over to him, and he says, "I, I got something to say." Sayonara. <laughs> and he hits one of them, gets his gun, and shoots them both in the stomach, and mm-hmm. and then throws high heeled guy up on Dr. the tables. Yeah, Dr. yeah. and asks him where the kids are. Yeah. Right. And of course, he immediately like one tug on the thing, and he's like, "All right." Ah, and then, and previously, he didn't speak English either. That's the funny thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until he, they start stretching, and he's like, "I well, speak I'm, English now." You learn. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I picked up a little bit. Yeah. Watching Steve Gutenberg movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> always, always the key to proper English. Yeah. Hmm. So, so yeah, so then then he gets then he steals the bus. Right, then he steals the bus. And at first mm-hmm. it's like, what is he doing? Because you just see some people at like a hot dog stand 
called Eats. Eats. <laughs> my favorite place, place to get Eats. Eats. Yeah. Eats. And then the guy's like, hey, that's my bus. My bus is going away. And finally, like this old guy on the bus is like, you missed my stop. I got to get off the bus. And old he walks guy. up to the front and the Punisher's driving the bus. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Gives him a ticket. You know, it's like, here you go. Let's him out. No, Punisher's a nice man. He sure. He doesn't punish the innocent. Of course not. Not sure in a casino. Uh, <laughs> he didn't punish any of them. He's just not terrified him. I'm just saying. Uh, it was a warning shot across the bow. <laughs> Stop gambling. <laughs> so he drives to the hideout where the kids are. Yay. And uh, goes in and rescues most of them. But, but like two of them aren't there because one, <laughs> one uh. got into a fight with the other one and the guards came in. And the son, who's the son of the main dude, decided he's going to fuck with the guards, and the guards beat his ass. Yeah, that kid got knocked down like at least a half <laughs> he got dozen times. That kid got a in a chair. fight with another kid earlier. Yeah. And, and Kid's got moxie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's been separated. He's been put into mm. isolation. <laughs> timeout. Yakuza timeout. Yeah. And yeah. then, like. And the other girl ran back to get her dolly. Her dolly, mm-hmm. right. Which is actually why Dolph went back, because one's like. Katie's not here. Yeah. So He's like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> he he murders some dudes and uh, gets the kids dude. onto the bus. All of them except I get with Tommy. I guess is the kid's name. The, yeah, he the got one main kid. Yeah, he got snatched and taken away again. Right. So. Okay. So they get on the bus and then this turns into another pretty spiffy action scene where well first of all the bus is somehow bulletproof because they are just loading bullets into this they're just firing bullets into this bus. And well, you, you know why he didn't that bus was played by Gary Bussey. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo. Uh, Boo. Okay. <laughs> Punishing. I, <laughs> I have no words. Jokes. Uh, I, no, yeah. that's the wrong word. No? Puns? So, basically, it's like a couple car full, car, cars full of dudes are after the bus, and they're like trying to ram it off the road, which is silly. You're not going to ram this, this bus off the road. You know, First of all, they set up like this roadblock. Where they they pile out of this one van and they're all waiting and the bus he, Dolph just drove, drives the bus through it but one dude is standing on the hood of that car and goes flying through the passenger window which yep. has been shot out it yeah. looked like he was leaping intentionally well I mean he he makes it midway through the bus because the next shot is him running from the back of the bus up mm-hmm. to the front to kill Dolph which he then just throws him right yeah out right the, front. So the guy gets kicked out promptly but then, I mean that is a badass stunt it was oh good. it was pretty damn good. And then, so, like, another car drives up alongside the bus, and the guy grabs onto the window, and the kids are immediately, like, oh, no, <laughs> hitting no, no. his fingers and pulling his fingers, trying to get him off the bus. And eventually, yeah, the kids get credited with the murder because they, they get his fingers off the window, and he falls to the ground, and then the other car behind him runs over him. Yay. <laughs> so, yay, kids. God. Kids get one. One <laughs> yep, for the kids. Kids get a kill. Yes, they do. Uh, and That's then, how you know it's a good movie. Even the kids get a kill. Yeah. The other but the other... The other van's alongside the other van, of him. They keep shooting, but they don't hit him. Dolph hits you the know, brakes. It's an '80s movie. Yeah, he hits the brakes and comes up behind them and rams them into a pest a, control a van. A pest control van that which explodes loaded with explosives because <laughs> that thing blows up. And we were very disappointed that it didn't cut to the kids cheering. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. that's what it, that the end of that scene deserved was kids cheering. Yeah, because that van was full of highly combustible materials. Man, just any spark and all that shit just. Up in flames. Mm-hmm. You got to be careful. Just remember, kids, don't even drive near those. Just no. Pull off the road. No, just if you see a pest control, <laughs> yeah. d- anything, just get yeah. out of the way. <laughs> just yeah. duck and cover. So that's when, <laughs> Dolph, that's when Dolph runs into the actual police barricade. And and for a while, we thought he was just going to ram right through well, the he police. he does gun the engine. I mean, he's yeah. like, hang on, kids. 
<laughs> but he just sort of pulls up alongside. Yeah. And he kind of fishtails it in. Yeah. And lets the kids out. Lets the kids out and surrenders to right. the cops. So basically. Lewis- thereby rendering the last five years <laughs> of Louis Gossett Jr.'s existence completely pointless. Right. <laughs> All is investigating and nothing. <laughs> the next scene, I think he's taking it out on him because that's when he goes to visit Dolph in the prison. And mm-hmm. he's like. You son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> they also never found the Punisher's lair in the sewers. Nope. No, they were down there wandering around, and they never they never For showed them weeks. leave, yeah. but they just they wandered around, and Louis Gossett Jr. told his little story and about how he was a drunk, and then they just cut away. It's like, I, I think eventually they would have stumbled upon his little altar, and... I'm gonna, there are a lot of sewers down there. Yeah, but... I guess, but seriously. All, and all she seemed to know was, go in the sewers! Right. <laughs> it could it's like be an RPG. Anywhere. Look for it in the sewers. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, they're doing a prison transfer. Well, we have to talk a little bit more about Louis Gossett Jr. getting yeah. the fuck up in his face. Oh, well, sure, like, okay. because oh, like, they have that weird slap fight. He does, <laughs> well, he yeah, kind of well, gets to his face. Because, like, like, the way Dolph is sitting there, he's like leaning back against the wall like kind of slumped over but like he's also spread eagle yeah he he's he's don't give a fuck, fuck. <laughs> and that's when Louis Gossett Jr. pulls up a chair right between his legs yeah. and sits there and like berates him for mm-hmm. yeah, like two minutes leaning straight. over mm-hmm. getting in his face getting and louder and louder and closer and I closer. can't help you yeah why didn't you come you to know? me? <laughs> well, yeah, first, like, first 125 he's people dead. But yeah. you know, he thinks he's like, "Are you crazy?" He's like, "No." We just... swore to uphold the law. Yeah, right. you're not a judge. 125 <laughs> people dead. Yeah. At first, what do you he... call that? Yeah. He says, he... A "Good start." Yeah. Or uh, work in progress. Work in work progress. progress. <laughs> we were writing our own yeah. dialogue yeah. for yeah. half of this movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's when Louis Gossett Jr. really gets upset and is all in his face and like trying to, just, I don't know, grab his head or whatever, and just like look at me, damn it! And yeah, well, how is he going to help him? It, it How? Can't. I don't know. Are they, is he just going to get on the same and be like, well, he was a good guy before he killed 125 dudes. And they were all bad dudes. So, you know. Case dismissed. He just wants <laughs> He just wants to think he can help him. He sure. wants him to say, yeah, help me, man. He wants so to pay him can, back. So he can feel good yeah. about, yeah, he can feel like he's made. Yeah, but they, they get the awkward whatever. face holding, hugging, slap, slap fighting. fighting. Weird, Yay, slap fighting. Like, look at me, damn it. No, and just. Dolph won't look at him and yeah, but then, he gives the world's best nil a knock when he leaves. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So he yeah, hits yeah. that door. Bam. <laughs> bam! When he hits that prison door, open his door. <laughs> they actually didn't the open the door. Out. The door was scared open. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Go fuck Louis Gossett Jr. Ah, Iron Eagle. <laughs> so that's, that's, probably, that's probably his, no place else. That is so, probably his best bit of acting in the movie. Yeah. Ever. No, he's got one more. Well, he does have one. His, but his other totally bit is more entertaining, but for totally different reasons. So that's when they start the prison transfer, and and basically in the interim, the 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 only mafia guy who's left, whose kid is the only one who didn't get rescued, is just basically decided Punisher's my only hope. So he plans a a prison break, basically mm-hmm. while they're transferring him. I don't know where to where, but yeah, uh, yeah. So they break him out, and basically they they have him locked up. They have they have him in like. Handcuffed to a wheelchair, and, 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 and they bring him into the cool. Yeah, and they're like, you know, room. I didn't mean to kill your family, but it I can't change it. I can't change the past, you know. So sorry, <laughs> so forgiven. Oops, yeah. my so it's like, bad. Yeah. You're gonna rescue my kid, and Punisher's like, nope. No, he goes, <laughs> fuck you, right? And so fuck they're like, you. I had a feeling you'd say that, and go and open and that's the, when they bring the closet. Out Lewis Gossett Jr. He's all tied up and giving just the saddest puppy dog look. Oh just yeah, like, he even gives him the head tilt. Yeah, 
It's it's like like you're gonna on, get my kid, Frank. or we're gonna kill your partner, and they just cut to Lewis Gazzaniga with puppy dog eyes, just like please do what he says. I don't want to die. Because he's got his mouth taped shut, <laughs> right. so he can't really say anything. But. but you can see it in his face. His face is like please fix yeah. this. Yeah, and then Doll's basically like, yep, but it, just know I'm gonna kill you as soon as it's done. He's like, yep, whatever. He's like, All right, cool. Let's go. It works for me. And I didn't really understand the arrangement, but but apparently he was going with him. That didn't I didn't get that. From he never the said that. But yeah. then the next scene, they're like all together, and I'm like, oh, you're going along. Yeah, That's they, they, odd. they've left uh, Peter the Tool down in the sewers, <laughs> and uh, Mafia dude is like vesting up and everything, and mm-hmm. got his like silenced Uzi and Punisher's putting all his guns and things together and right. explaining the at five minutes blow this first switch because it's going to kill the power at fifteen minutes. <sighs> blow the switch because it's going to kill everything else yes we don't so, okay we don't ever see the chick again am i right after the prison transfer i nope. don't think so no okay uh, she's done we don't need her anymore i know but she gets knocked the fuck out in the prison escape you know yeah, yeah. but they never resolve that yeah. i mean nope. it's it's not necessary either but yeah because she's not even there at the end when no not you know, the, no. Lewis Gossett jr comes back and yeah. the police are busting in so oh, i hope she's okay nope she's dead <laughs> yeah they <laughs> killed her part of the body count oh yeah, but uh, so this begins the final assault on the Yakuza lair, mm-hmm. which, goddamn, there's some awesome stuff in this. Well, they established early that, that the entryway into this lair, which is apparently on like the 36th floor of the Nakatomi floor. Plaza or whatever, but... Uh, With a secret key yeah, in the, the elevator. The entry room is just 20 samurais. It just either... Mm-hmm. They're always doing something. They're just in the process of fighting or doing some ceremony or they're, they're there. Well, didn't the credits say it was some kendo club or yeah, something like some that? Yeah, some group, but man, they roll up and open up the elevator and like half a second, these these samurai dudes just sort of turn around like, we're going to huh. kill them and they just blow them all they away. They murder an entire room of samurai <laughs> just, ninja just dudes. immediately wiping out this problem. No, yeah, no, and there no. are literally like 20 guys and it's not that big a room. No, they're in a tiny confined space and they yep. all get just and slaughtered. And they gun every single one of them down. And like mm-hmm. a couple of rogue ninja dudes pop like up and they from the side of the room yeah because Dolph like stabs one of them with a sword yeah and the other one gets shot but so they just start making their way through this maze of paper doors and shit and doing all sorts of weird you know it's mm-hmm. like I sense there's someone behind this door stab <laughs> and let, yeah. let, let's time this next thing to where the power goes out and then we yeah, get well, on yeah, the opposite sides the, of the, the hallway. The tool has dropped the, no, yeah. the remote <sighs> control through a grate in the floor because... one job. Why the hell not? <laughs> he just why was that even necessary? Because yeah. drink. <laughs> yeah. why, why were they just timed? I like on timers or, or something? Yeah. I mean, but why to give did, him something to do and I to guess. build tension, I guess. I don't know, I but... Because oh, yeah. they, they didn't build any tension. No, it was yeah. just... But he eventually pushes the first button by using... The knife the Punisher gave him yeah. to press the button, which cuts the power. Which works. Which immediately they know exactly where to go in the pitch black while the other guys are shooting at them. Well, the emergency lights came on a few seconds yes. later. Yeah, but they had already vanished. By yeah, then. well, that's yeah. when Punisher's off screen. Oh, that's right. I he, forgot. I he's forgot. magical. Yeah. Light speed. He's a, <laughs> Thank he's you a for magic ninja. <laughs> for me. I completely forgot about that part. <laughs> Did you not read the notes at the yeah, end of the show? I know. <laughs> but yeah, so they... They shoot the guys through the paper walls and Mm -hmm. kill them. Awesome. And then this is just a lot of them going through. It's all lit in red because of the emergency lights. Right. And so there's going through. Guy pops up behind them. One of them shoots him in the head. Guy. And eventually what happens is the Punisher gets into like the weapons room. Mm -hmm. And this is where he gets in a fight with the two, two of the henchmen, one of which was the guy who was shooting at him in the car when he escaped. Right. And these are some protracted fights. 
that they have. Yeah, the Punisher isn't so good at defeating these guys. Yeah, and they feel clumsy, but in a not bad way. Well, from what I read in the trivia section is that they improvised most of the stunts. That makes sense, then. And, and so it feels that way. There's obviously some choreographed fighting, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of it. It's like, okay, you guys are going to get close, and whatever happens when two people who are fighting get close, just roll around mm-hmm. and just try to grab each other's face. <laughs> you know, just yeah. just do that, whatever dudes do when you're fighting mm-hmm. each other. You know that thing where you fight? <laughs> just, just do that. Do that. Yeah, do and it's that. funny because they're in this room full of weapons, and yet... Punisher's getting fucked up, basically. Yeah, All throughout this movie, I mean, he's yeah. getting stabbed and sliced and gouged and i mean like he's pretty fucked up by the end uh-huh. of this movie mm-hmm. he eventually defeats those two dudes yeah he runs the one dude through with a it's like a spear with a sword on the end or sticks him in the wall the i forget what you call it like a halberd i guess you yeah call it, he doesn't like even that. get to say anything cool because then the other guy jumps yeah, on the him. other guy immediately attacks him and, and that guy fair. Yeah. I didn't get time to that guy rest. fucks him up but yeah. eventually he dispatches him. He throws him on a spiked piece of armor or yeah. something. Yeah, which is cut awkwardly, which yeah. we found out they cut out that was a second the, of violence. Yeah, because we, we saw the R-rated version, not the unrated version. Yeah, sure. So. So, so, yeah, they got that. And then this is, meanwhile, the the bad dude from Fugitive is, is looking for his son, finds the head Yakuza lady who mm-hmm. is like, I have your son. Ha ha ha. And he's yeah. like, wait, come back. Yeah. And he's doing that whole... Oh, as soon as she turns the corner, I can't enter the room right away thing. Mm-hmm. And this is when Dolph gets attacked by silent blonde ninja chick. Yeah, so he beats her up, which is always fun. A big six foot four tall dude beating yeah, up a little, a little woman. <laughs> no, nah, but she earns it. I mean, they established yeah, I mean, that she's, she's a badass. Kind of a That's badass. fine. They but established still, you know. that she can murder sure. anybody. But yeah, he eventually, he eventually segals her, which is just gets her in a headlock and snaps her neck. And then yeah. drops her like a sack of potatoes. Oh, just like, fuck you, and drops her on the... <laughs> yeah. Just like, god damn it! <laughs> Fucking done he with was, you. He was sick of fighting at well, that she point. Well, she stabbed him twice. I mean, she was the one yeah. who stabbed him in the beginning. And she had like the foot the foot knives. Yeah, she had knives all over. Oh, yeah. It's just Cutting like every appendage of her. sharp. Yeah. yeah. She was just constantly just stabbing him, and he was just like... Ah, stop! So bad guy, find mob boss Franco finds head like hands her and his yeah. kid, mm-hmm. and they she's basically a, like they get a standoff. She's got a knife to his the, to the kid's throat, yeah, and he's got a gun on her, sort of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's like not, not pointing it at, at her; he's just right. pointing it off camera. And, then, and he must be a terrible shot because sure. he's not far from her at all. No, no, but the but, standoff is basically like. She's gonna kill the kid, and then he's like, "Well, if you do that, I'll kill you." And she's like, "Well, then you lose. Anyway. You lose anyway." And he like, "Oh yeah, I guess so." So she, so her terms are: put the gun in your mouth, shoot yourself, and I'll not kill the kid. You have my word. And he's, he's like, like, "Well, how do I know?" She's like, "Well, I guess you don't." Right. So he starts to do <laughs> that. Odds. And he, you know, gets the gun in his mouth, and there's a slow build up to him pulling a trigger, and then yeah, and she's do it. She's just cackling. Oh yeah, she's full. Full on and maniacal. She's got just, these nasty yellow teeth, and yeah. she's like in full kabuki makeup, so her mm-hmm. face is like. Oh yeah, because she was doing some weird and, workout dance earlier. Yeah, uh, but that's when uh, <laughs> that's when Dolph dancing, perhaps I don't know. busts <laughs> through. He some kind of glass partition. It's I gla- don't even know where it came. from. It's not clear. I mean, he cu- he couldn't have seen the situation, but it, it, he busts through the glass, flying through it, and in one motion throws a knife at her which hits her square in the forehead right and, and then just like 
three inches or more into her forehead. Yeah, and then yeah. just flies through the room and collapses on the other side of the floor. Yep, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then basically, like, for the next couple minutes... <laughs> and he's while, just like, hey, top that. <laughs> well, Mafia dude's reuniting with his kid, and Punisher's just basically lying there dead. Just mm. like, ugh. He's fucking tired, man. <laughs> I know, I know. He's been through a lot. He's had a hard day. Mm-hmm. Um, so then there's this whole, like, well, you know, you see that kid, he's going to be kingpin after me one day thanks for killing every mobster in town i'm a number one i'm gonna kill you and they get into their little improvised fight which is pretty awkward mm-hmm. it's a well, lot the of kid just... stops him because the kid comes back in and is like yeah. dad no yeah dude just saved us he's like but and yeah, get yeah out of but here, they kid. get in a fight and he ends up like shooting him sort of well, like up underneath Dolph the shoots him in the chest yeah. once but the guy's got a bulletproof vest which of course makes him like oh that didn't even, yeah, i didn't that feel that doesn't break <laughs> all like, your ribs no. but, you know <laughs> like, whatever fine. he'd been shot earlier too point yeah. blank and it yeah. did nothing he was just like before we <laughs> man, that's how bulletproof vests <laughs> yeah. work before the movies understood bulletproof vests yeah what did it make you like superman no 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 but no, they but get into the the close struggle where the mm-hmm. gun goes off and is like, oh, who got shot? Yeah. Well, yeah, and you and yeah, apparently you shot him like who, up underneath up the side of the vest, yeah, or yeah. something. So he falls down dead, and mm-hmm. then the kid's like, "I'm gonna kill you, Punisher." And Punisher's like, "Do it." He's like, "Yeah, good, good. good. Come on. If you like, do it now, maybe you won't end up like me." Gets down on his knees, <laughs> yeah. put the guns to his forehead. Yeah, like, come at me, bro. Do it. Do it. Do it. That way, <laughs> what does he say? He says like, uh, "You're a kid, good kid. Maybe you can grow up to be a good man." Yeah. And then the kid's like, oh, fuck me, I can't fucking do it, shit. Pussy out. Yeah, Punisher's just like, quit being such a pussy. Yeah. This is legit, do it. Drops a gun and just sort of rests his head on Punisher's chest, and they're just sort of standing there awkwardly for a few minutes. We were sort of hoping that the cops would bust in. <laughs> and like, shoot the kid. Shoot the kid because he had the gun on him. <laughs> it was just like, freeze, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you all right, Punisher, let's go. <laughs> and freeze frame. Oh, you're that. <laughs> High five, freeze frame. Yes. <laughs> With Louis Gossett Jr. jumping to high five right. and non-jumping Dolph Lundgren. Yep. Yep. Uh, but uh, uh, but no, it cops. Well, that, that's what's funny is like the cops come in there, are like, holy shit! Yeah, they keep they walking walk in, through they, the carnage. Well, like, they walk well, into the, the room elevator with dead opens samurais. up, and there's a room full of twenty-five <laughs> dead guys. Yeah. Holy just like, shit! Oh my god, <laughs> what happened here? And that's the end of them, and then it cuts to the sewers, and he says, blah, 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 punishing. God. I will continue punishing. I'm still meditating to God naked. Yeah. So. Yeah, we don't even yeah. know how he got out. He just got out. Oh, yeah, because... Off screen, because light speed. Of Christ. <laughs> well, he goes up to the <laughs> roof. <laughs> yeah, Louis Gossett yeah. Jr. goes up to the roof, and he's like, Frank! <laughs> View of the city with mm-hmm. an echoing voice, and then cut to the sewers, so... Yeah. We're, according to BJ, <laughs> with Dolph in his little lair praying... <laughs> Naked. <laughs> I didn't spot this. I just I noticed I the silhouette informed of, of it later. I noticed the silhouette of Dolph Balls. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, are those Dolph Balls? Did you guys see Dolph Balls? And we were like, no. no. <laughs> we did not look for balls. Unless so they were on see... the middle of his back. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you want to see Dolph Balls. Yeah, you get at least two opportunities yep. in The Punisher. Mm, so look. let's see. He's going in there for a birdie now. <laughs> and, and he just ripped balls. up the entire green and <laughs> threw it into the ocean. Yeah, he's, those greens are really punishing today. <laughs> oh, oh, son of a bitch. Oh, oh. 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 Mm. So, right. rating time. Rating yeah. time. There is nothing that this movie doesn't deliver on. I concur. No, I, I mean, I... <laughs> I, oh, I really, really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only the only even thing got Dolph balls. Dolph balls. The, <laughs> Dolph balls. The only thing it is it is lacking is uh, 
gratuitous expressions of, of freedom. <laughs> there were two or four, depending on how many you count. What? The weird acrobat people in the in the underground. Oh yeah, they were there were two naked chicks doing I, the Cirque du Soleil thing. Uh, yes, yes. If, if it's crotch. too easy to miss like that, I'm just saying they were there. It was art, so it's hard to tell. Uh, oh, yeah. they yeah. were gratuitous. Oh, it was art. Right. Right. It was art. It was a but performance piece. But it was piece. illegal gratuitous, so yes. therefore gratuitous. Yes. And the right. Punisher might have killed them in the melee. <laughs> I'll give you one pair. <laughs> okay. On that. All right. Fair enough. So. <laughs> This movie rocked. There's, I, I was slow clapping. Yes, you were for about seven minutes. <laughs> for seven minutes during the four million round scene. Um, I'm going to give this five jocks. Whoa. Well played. Whoa. I was on a very solid four up until that scene, and then there was absolutely nothing that was going to take it lower. So it is definitely a five jocks movie. I was like, I was loving the movie and the kill count and everything up until the destroying the casino, and that was just like, yes. That might be a three jocks scene in itself. Yeah. It just like, goes. If that was a short film, that would just be the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> oh, Guy yeah. walks into a bar. <laughs> Destroys bar. Right. Explosion. 12 minutes DM. later, credits. <laughs> The budget was $64 million <laughs> worth of uh, bullets. And I also, uh, I, I would like to give it a, a bonus recognition for the carnival scene, the fight scene, where they did not destroy any pinball tables yet. They oh, were yes. We were oh. worried. <laughs> we thought there was going to be Dolph, uh, somebody thrown, Dolph balls. Somebody thrown yeah. through some pinball <laughs> You were pinball afraid machines. it was going to be the accused, weren't you? Yes. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. No, no. Chicka P, no. No. <laughs> ding, ding, chicka P, chicka P, chicka P. More Superman 2. <gasps> Pinball destruction. Yeah, no. exactly. Not accused. Oh no, no, no. Well, you a five, absolutely. Oh, all five. right, I'm just clarifying. Uh, yeah, five, absolutely. I mean, there are some weaknesses to the movie. Uh, Dolph Lundgren no, really does not. Dolph Lundgren really doesn't act like he wants to be there, and I know part of it is that his character is supposed to be depressed, but also it just sort of seems like he doesn't want to be there. He said he had fun. Well, all right then. Uh, <laughs> I would have had fun. Hell Let yeah. me shoot that gun like that. Yeah, it does have some weak points. It's it's structured oddly. the The first half is better than the second half, mm-hmm. um, but the 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 high points are so high that it can overlook any of its flaws. I mean, I, goddamn, I was laughing so hard during that yep. entire shootout. I could, I mean, I could not breathe. I literally could not breathe. I kept waiting for the scene to end so I could take a breath. That's how exciting mm-hmm. it was to me. So. Five jocks, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's a five. It's a lower five than most we've had because, like you said, there are some issues and there's a lot of useless characters mm-hmm. in it. But it's there's still so much to make. It up still for. delivers yeah. on so many things that, yeah, it it more than makes up for that bullshit. And I just remember we forgot to talk about the the Lewis Gossett scene where oh yeah he's, shit. he's He's, when he escapes from being yeah, uh, he's, held captive. He's being held captive, and one, good oh is, my God. one dude is guarding him. Yes. He's, he's cuffed from behind, and he's like, I gotta take a leak. And the guy's like, go ahead. And he's like, I don't think your boss would like it if I stay in his chair. And he's like, all right, whatever. So he takes him over to the other side of the room and uncuffs him. Or first he's like, are you going to take out the equipment for me? And he's like, oh, all right. So he uncuffs him. And he's putting the cuffs on the front. And Louis Gossett Jr. is like, do you need a high IQ for this gig? And the guy's like, no, why? And then Louis Gossett Jr. immediately just like punches him in the face, takes his gun and gets out of the cuffs. And he's like, well, that's why. (laughs) And so he goes to exit. And the other henchman is just gleefully walking back in. Hey, guys, I got a pizza. (laughs) (laughs) So Louis Gossett Jr. just basically punches him in the face through Through the the pizza pizza box. box. (laughs) 
out he's out cold on the ground and then <laughs> as he's leaving picks up a piece of pizza five second rule puts it in his mouth walks out with it in his mouth walks out so goddamn funny i don't i don't know if that that had to be improvised but that guy was like, this so would be happy he was just like hey pizza, pizza. oh no <laughs> <laughs> it's a me a pizza man uh, yes oh, so we cannot forget that so that either. that weighs into my five jocks yes so okay then all right yeah I so think, we we have recovered. Yes, I we think are back. We I think we started <laughs> yeah. well on the before Marvel fucking cared about standard trilogy. Yay! Uh, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> no way! Come on. So anyway, let's get to the break so we can talk about lots more things. Yep. Okay. Plenty of voicemails. Hooray! Welcome back to the Bamfcast. Stan Lee's the Bamfcast. Yeah. Hey, Stan Lee, we didn't get a rating from you on the Punisher. Five no prizes <laughs> awarded to the Punisher. Thanks. Presented by Stan Lee, Thanks. inventor of the Bamfcast. <laughs> and the jocks. Yep. Right. So, Stan um, Lee's the jocks. <laughs> the jocks name. So, <laughs> I-, I personally have seen a lot of movies. I think everybody's seen some I've movies. Seen, I personally it. saw a few. I saw a movie with you. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And other people. Let's Seastro talk about a included. movie starring Harlow. Yeah, Let's talk date. about yeah. that one first because that's most relevant to the first half people that listen to only the first half, so they may get some enjoyment if they keep stuck listening. With us long. <laughs> yeah, so said that. So we need to talk about the movie Lockout. Lockout. <gasps> Lockout. Outlock. Lockout. <laughs> Lockout. Which you kept calling lockdown and lock up and whatever. Lock around. And lock up. You called it lockdown movie. a couple times. I, yeah, you called it lockdown on I Am Today. <laughs> there you go. Lockout. Yeah. Lockout. It's lock around, guys. No, hey, lockout. Talk about lockout. The Loch Ness Monster. Stop it. You mean lockdown? Stop that. Lockout. Fortress yes. with Guy Pierce. Right. And the president's daughter mm-hmm. in space. It is. Bad dudes in space. Bad Why dudes. Why is she in space? Is it bad dudes? The game? No. Are you bad enough? <laughs> I think you are bad enough to rescue dude, the Guy president's daughter. Dude, Guy Pierce is a bad enough dude to yes. rescue the president's daughter. Finally. This movie is... If this were a Bamfcast movie, it would be amazing. Like, yep. this this would be very highly rated. Probably... Uh, I was disappointed we didn't... We ended up watching it for an actual movie outing. Good job. Rather than having to do it as a Bamfcast, because... Yeah. My guess... I w- it probably would have gotten four jocks from me. Probably. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things, like, I mean, obviously, it's going to review poorly, but the thing is, is, like, these these Luke Besson produced slash whatever capacity he writes them, mm-hmm. be it, like, hey, I have this idea, or I have this idea for a movie <coughs> with a space, and there's a prison, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and that made I that was, that I was his, Escape from New York, yeah. and... What if that was in space? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, if, like, that's his contribution, fine, whatever, you know, he puts his name on these things, but... To me, it's like they fill this very necessary role. Like they, they're at least like high concept enough that they're interesting to to pitch to get made. Mm-hmm. And I usually think they're decent enough movies as far as filmmaking and everything goes. Like I don't know if I would call this a bad movie. The setup is a bad movie. Yes, I think the movie for the most part is a pretty good movie. With Aside the, from the CG in that early yes, that, bike race. Uh, yeah, I was definitely going to mention that. The, that very first CG nightmare is... It's the ending of Torque. Yeah, it's it's bad. About on that level of CG, which is 
atrocious. And it's so weird because the rest of the CG in the movie is quite good. Yep. Like, I mean, really good. Like, there's spaceship battle shit, you know, and f- ships going and docking and control rooms that can't possibly be completely real. That mm-hmm. looks really good. Hmm. And this bike chase thing is awful. <laughs> Absolutely mm-hmm. awful. And yeah, it's, it's the one time you get knocked right out of the movie. Yeah. So... Other than that, but, I think it's like a pretty well-made movie for a goofy concept movie. Yeah, it's it's a complete shut your brain off. Sure. Have fun with it. So Treat it like a Banff cast movie type of movie. Yeah. Okay. And it is really high up there. Because Guy Pierce. I mean, I, I'm already sold on Guy Pierce anyway. Yeah, he's awesome. But this... Holy God. He is... <laughs> they give him great So good. They give him yeah. all the best lines in the movie. They just let him do badass stuff. But it's it's one of those movies where I, the way I wrote my review for Letterboxd was that when you're writing an action script, there's certain points where you reach where you have to decide whether you're going to do something that's plausible or something that's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And the people that are... Well, no, not necessarily. Because <laughs> the people that are really awesome. good at it, what they do is they give you enough plausible so that when the awesome hits, you're like, holy fuck. <laughs> yes, and you don't think about why that was completely ludicrous and should not have happened. Sure. Whereas this movie, everything's completely ludicrous and should not have happened <laughs> in just about everything that happens. But the fact of the matter is they're doing awesome stuff as these things are happening. So you're just like, yes, 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 yes. I and guess that always go awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But But then you think about it later on, you're like... Why didn't they just shoot a missile? Why did they send an entire fleet after this thing? You know, they just like right. all sorts of little things that when you think about them for any amount of time. In fact, one of the central conceits of the final act of what I won't even get into it because of spoilery stuff. But it's just like stuff that character motivations make no sense once you learn something later on in the movie about certain characters. You're like then there's no reason whatsoever for this to have happened. Like this, you know, I think once you accept the fact that it's prison in space, yeah, you got to go with whatever. Yeah. When they, when the trailer sells it as a loose cannon (laughs) in space, right. And they never said loose cannon in the movie. That's strictly Uh, for the trailer weak. Yep. But, but no, I mean, we had a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. Hmm. Silent Jen hated it. Hated it. Well, but of course she was looking, you know, she was, one of those people who sees all the implausible stuff and then that just starts piling up. Doesn't Whereas she know us, how we're like works? seeing all the awesome stuff and watching the awesome stuff Letting pile that up. Pile so, up. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I'll say this about it. Like, I, I've i never been a fan of Maggie Grace and anything I've really ever seen her in. I, I was happy mm-hmm. when they killed her off of Lost. I thought she was thankfully not, not in, uh, you know, <laughs> Taken very much. Right. You know, yeah. just she was the, you know, whatever. The, the MacGuffin. Yeah. But, uh. <laughs> I will say that like uh, I liked her a lot better when she uh, cut her hair off and went toilet black water. <laughs> I liked her mm-hmm. with dark hair a lot better, the short dark hair. I mm-hmm. was like, you're much better to look at, and, and suddenly you kind of don't talk as much. That was the other thing. Is like as soon as they cut her hair off, she stopped talking. <laughs> That's yeah. what you want, really. Better no, to look just, at, well, she not was like as Samson. much. She was being she was like a really, she was being really annoying too. She was like everything's like, yeah, well, why are we doing you know, it? that sold Guy Pierce's lines exactly, better though. exactly. Yeah, that's what made him feel even more true, awesome. True, hmm. but anyway, and and that's also one thing. Real quick, is it's weird that they had so much budget, and yet, like when they have scenes where it's supposed to be this prison full, of, like five hundred guys, you always feel like it's the same thirty guys 
everywhere they go. Yeah. It's like one of those where the budget like a video is game. really weirdly allocated. Sure. Where it's like, you know what? You could have just hired a bunch of guys and thrown them in orange jumpsuits and yeah. just had them milling around the background, but... No, it costs money. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Can't feed them a sandwich. Still, <laughs> still we, we enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah, cool. so we had a good time at the movies. All right. I still look forward to seeing it. Yeah. I think you'll have fun with it. I think people that approach it like a Bamcast movie will have a hell of a lot of fun with that movie. Yeah, I'd say this is one of those, like, if you can catch it, that, like, a sort of budget price, like a yeah. $5 movie. Yeah, like a matinee great. or something. You know, it, it's fun to see in a theater because it's big and kind of crazy. If mm-hmm. you catch it at home, not a big deal. Yeah. It'll be out of video soon. These kind of movies don't make <laughs> yeah. a lot of money and no quick straight to video. Yeah. So. The other movie came out this weekend. Yeah, so I saw the other big movie that came out this weekend, and I will try to talk actually very briefly about the movie because I don't want to say too much about it, and not at all about my horrible, horrible movie theater experience with it. Mm. Um, you went to the wrong theater. Yes, I've established this. Though they have 4K they at the theater. There's they no do. Theater they have anymore. 4K fucking digital cinema projection in the worst part of town in yep. this town. Sweet. Yep. So the best technological theater is in the worst part of town here. So, yes, my bad. But I went to see Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> no, they're bad. Well, yes, totally they're bad. bad. Sure. Right. Well, my bad for going there, too. But so, but Cabin in the Woods is... All I needed to know was it's a Evil Dead-ish as far as, like, group of friends go to a cabin in the woods, as the title says. Shocker. That's enough. And written by Joss Whedon. I was done. I don't need to know anything else like that. I've just, like, I heard about this a long time ago, and I'm like, Joss Whedon wrote a teenager's kind of horror movie in Mm -hmm. the woods. I'm in. Mm -hmm. I don't need to know anything. And I avoided trailer after trailer after trailer, and then I was somewhere and saw a trailer on the TV, like, at a a restaurant or a bar, and I just saw, like, part of a clip of the trailer, and I'm like, no, I don't want to know that happens in this movie, because it's like, there's just a clip in the trailer. It's, like, not set in that setting at all. I'm like... Okay, just knowing that alone, like, I don't need to know this, that there's any kind of other setting than Cabin in Woods. Right. So, you know, so I'm going to say nothing about the plot, and just my review simply is you absolutely have to go see this movie. It is, I mean, I know it's a short year, but it's my favorite movie of the year so far. Whoa. Whoa. All right. Strong recommendation. Yeah, so I just, I fucking loved this movie, and I... I want to go see it again in not this situation where I almost get in a fight and everything else that happened. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> so. Huh. All right. But yes, it, it's fantastic. Yeah. And it's, and it, I can't say anything about it, but it's like, it's so much more than you think it is. Yeah, that's, I hear that's all. knowing anything about anything yeah. that happens at any point in the movie is kind of a spoiler, yeah. which is weird to think about. It, it's, all I'll say is it's so much more high concept than you could possibly imagine. Hmm. So. Nah, oh, I, w- I can imagine a lot of high concepts. Yeah. I will leave yeah. it simply as that. Cool. Because, yeah, this is one of those few movies I wish I'd known absolutely nothing about. And just seeing that that one image in the trailer was like, fuck you. Fuck you for putting that in the trailer. <laughs> just kids in the cabin in the woods, written so, by Joss Whedon. Done. So don't watch the trailer. I won't watch the trailer. Sound okay. advice. Good so, for you. So what else you got? I saw more movies. How about somebody else go, though? I can do something real quick. Okay. Uh, I saw Rubber, mm-hmm. which is killer tire movie yeah basically i said on one hand it's Did it get a little tiring a little bit it uh it's the most pretentious piece of shit i've ever seen on the other hand i couldn't quite ever turn it off ever despite numerous thoughts in my head of i should really turn this off this is just bullshit i almost feel like it's trying to like tongue-in-cheek be that most pretentious movie you've ever seen while still being <laughs> it's a movie about a fucking tire that yeah i mean what i get about it yeah it's it unique. feels like 
enough to where I was like, I was by the end of it, I was okay with it. I was okay with yeah. everything it had done. I don't know if I would ever watch it again because, like, once you once is enough. Once you get what the movie's doing, it's like okay. But I mean, just be aware. You've probably seen this pop up somewhere on Netflix Instant, and it is not what you think it's going to be. It is it is described a certain way, which is sort of a lie. And it's certainly like even when you vaguely talked about it on the show and I started watching and I was like, oh, this is what he meant. Whoa, I'm not. Why is this happening? We weren't prepared for that. Yeah, I just I'll say this about that plot. And it gave me a little bit of thought. I think if they play that movie strictly as tire comes alive and kills people and hadn't done any of the other weird thing about it. That would be a movie where people are like, ha you remember that movie about the tire kill people? Yeah, that was funny. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like, it'd be done. Like, at this point, it's kind of like a cult movie. Like, yeah. It's still kind of talked about. Right. In, in contrast to... A little, a little bit... Something, something just a little bit more interesting to... Sure. Sure. Just to, like, make people go, yeah, that was extra weird. Mm-hmm. Right. In contrast to, like, something like Hobo with a Shotgun, where it simply was, hey, this is a hobo with a shotgun who kills people. Yeah. Right. The movie came and went, and we were all kind of like... Yeah, that yep. that happened. Mm-hmm. That was what it was sold as. Now I'm done with it. Yeah. So, and I bring that up because someone was asking our opinion on that, which we need to bring up that we did talk about that movie back in episode 76. Yeah, Drew from New Jersey asked yeah. about it. And episode 76, we talked about Hobo with a Shotgun. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, like, that was that. And I think Rubber is still kind of talked about because it was a little bit more high concept than just killer tire well, I can telekinesis. See, I can see people getting to the end of this movie and being like, I got to talk to someone who's seen this movie. Right, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Like, they generate buzz by making it just a little bit extra strange. Because, yeah, and and the thing about it is that the tire coming to life and killing things is not the biggest question this movie raises. No. It's almost perfect. That's almost the most normal part of the movie. This There's this other yes. thing going on where it's never really explained why it's going on or what the rules of that universe are that it's... It's like one character is aware of something and no one else is aware of it, but he seems to think they should be. And but why aren't they? It's it's odd and it's never explained. And it's just it's it's just weird. It yeah. it, it, it like I said, I can, I can see some film students or you know early filmmakers going, "What if we did this movie about a killer tire?" Yeah, <laughs> you know, see some people burning other tires, comes to life, right. has telekinesis, and kills people. And the other guy goes, "That's pretty funny." But how are we going to actually make people think about this movie or give it any kind of second thought? Right. You know, then that's probably where someone sort of framing device exactly. on it where it's like, or like, ah, you know, this is like where, uh, you know, <laughs> Damon Lindelof steps in and goes like, well, what if it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, what if this weird thing happened? Like, like, yeah. Yeah. You ever going to pay that off? No. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I mean, I would say watch it. It's short. Um, yeah. It doesn't take up much of your time. No. And it's, you know, watch it with a friend. Yeah, because then you can so both you go, can what the after fuck? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then I went the total opposite direction of weird, unpredictable stuff and watched Horrible Bosses, which was premiering on cable over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And my oh. God, I... Most movies, comedies especially these days, by the time you get to when the plot kicks in, which is sometime in the middle of the movie, mm-hmm. it sort of runs out of gas and then you just sort of start getting involved in the plot more than the jokes. Yep. Not this movie. I, it just seemed like most of this movie is just three dudes in a car riding around at night just trying to make each other laugh based on a situation that someone has told them to talk about. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that was highly entertaining to me. 
there's there's a lot of just sort of like they probably came up with this on the set that day style jokes in it and i appreciated it for some reason it just it felt fun to me like they were just sort of making it up as they went along well, yeah well that's what the best comedies do is they have a good script but then they find the right people yeah and they let them and this is loose cast when they need to let them loose it's cast and they rein perfectly. them back in when they need to rein them back in it's it's Charlie Day, uh, Jason Bateman, and who? Uh, Jason Sudeikis. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and Kevin Spacey, Colin Farrell, yeah, yeah. Jennifer Aniston. Um, yeah, I just meant the people doing the comedy. Bit. Yeah, those three, and <laughs> okay. they are they are very very good interacting with each other. I mean, it, you believe that they have hung out with each other for a long mm. time. Yeah, I mean that. I, so would recommend. In the, oh God, I mean, okay, absolutely, okay, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's on HBO now. So if you've got the cables. Sweet. Watch it. Hmm. And then the other thing I watched was uh, Stan Lee presents... <laughs> uh, what the fuck is the Comic-Con episode four or something like that? Uh, fans Hope. Yeah, it's the Morgan Spurlock documentary about Comic-Con. Basically covers everything you expect it to cover. Kevin Smith is in it. You know, Stan Lee is in it. Joss Whedon is in it. Um, so it's got the, the celebrity Joss aspect of it. And it follows some individual stories like one one comic booth owner. Follows a couple uh, a couple of people looking to get published um you know just people who are fans of geeky things and stuff like that so it, it covers a wide spectrum of people who would be at comic-con uh it's a pretty good look at the show most of the people echo a lot of the things that we said when we were talking about going to megacon which is just basically like you know hey you've got this nerdy thing that you like that you probably wouldn't talk about in public but you can go to this thing for a few days where everyone likes something nerdy and you feel safe and everything's cool covers all the bases i will probably watch that at some point yeah time. worth watching I saw that as I was looking through things to watch last night, mm-hmm. and uh, briefly considered it. I'll give it give it a go now. Yeah. though it's it, you know, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Glowing recommendation. Right. Box quote. It's it's fine. And it's just you know, I mean, it's not. There's nothing amazing to it. It's not amazing storytelling. It, it's not going to say anything that any of us in this room don't already know. Kevin Smith can be charming when he's not being a jackass. Yeah. Stanley is. A little crazy. Um, there's some shots of him walking through the crowd where people are like you know, trying to high five him and saying things to him and he's saying weird things back to them. And it's sort of, well, the dude's like 85. I know it's it going a little, it's mad. charmingly odd. Yeah. Basically. It's just like, people are like, Hey Stan, you're the man. And he's like, yes, I am. I'm the man. <laughs> you don't forget that. And he's like still yelling at the people as they walk by. I'm the man. <laughs> <laughs> I invented everything. So, okay, there you go. Someone so, else. So, so, you, so would you recommend people watch it? Yeah, I mean, if you're if you like that, I think stuff. it I think it works on both levels. If you've never been to a convention f- before, it's an interesting look at what you've never seen. But there, for people like us that have been to one, well, there's a lot really, of is there really anything that we're gonna? There's a lot of interesting. Know? Yeah, there's a lot of interesting talk throughout it about how it's been co opted by Hollywood studios and how it's not about comic books anymore and how the studios have turned it into this sort of like this premiere, you know, here's where we go to take money from the nerds Mm -hmm. instead of just the nerds getting together. And, and that part of the story mainly comes from the the comic book dealer who is like year after year, they're making less and less money on comics because less people are coming there who are into comics. So it's his story is basically like how, you know, if they don't make enough money, 
this time are they ever going to come back is he going to close up well it's like i've watched that uh the dragon con documentary like i've been to dragon con five six times whatever it is mm-hmm. and i was like oh there's probably not gonna show me i started watching this documentary it's a pbs documentary and i was like holy shit i didn't even know they did that here <laughs> like, yeah. now like there's the next dragon con i'm like i did not know they had like battle bots they actually have like people that come together and do robot what? battle things at dragon con mm-hmm. i'm like i had no idea that was even a thing there is not enough time i know yeah. Well, there's, there's actually, Ever. they actually, before they do like the tournament things, they have like, you can come in and they'll teach you how to build stuff. And they have parts laid out that they'll teach you how to make, make basic mechanisms. Yeah. And have there's so workshops. many workshops and yeah. lessons. And I'm all like, that I stuff. had no idea that wasn't even yeah. a side to this thing. So, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Anyway. Nine. Sweet. Uh, so I saw uh, two other movies fresh to uh, DVD or Blu-ray this week. Oh. Uh, first, I'll talk about Shame. Because I don't, I have have less to say about that, surprisingly, than the other one. Uh, Shame is the Michael Fassbender, uh, Carrie Mulligan's in it, and it's it's. I don't. I I need to see. He's a sex addict. He basically yes. He shows his schlong. Is that his shame? That's yes. That is what the movie's known for. Oh, yes, Michael (laughs) Fassbender. But um, yeah. So it's it's directed by Steve McQueen, but not that Steve McQueen. What? Whoa. <laughs> yes, he came back from the grave. Holy shit. Sweet. He's like 90. <laughs> riding, dead. Riding his Triumph motorcycle from the grave Man. to make this movie. Great. But uh, no, the movie is... I I think this is not this guy's first movie, and I, I'm sure I could look this up, but... Uh, no, he was in The Great Escape. <laughs> it's not that Stephen. You're going to get punched, Chuck. <laughs> Harlow is going to punch you. But I, I want to see this guy's other movies now, because... Bullet. Uh, Bullet highly recommended. Yes. Car chasing. And now I'm going to get punched. <laughs> Actually, he's only made one other feature, and it's called Hunger. So, Ooh. but yeah, the the dude knows how to point a camera and do good things, and just let actors act. Like I've heard, shame is difficult to sit through. Um, I depends I, on I, if you like penis. I didn't. Well, find not for that so- reason. It's just like it's one of those like people kind of being shitty to each other, and it's yeah. uncomfortable and not in a funny sort of way you know no, like, it, it's it's definitely high drama um i didn't find it as unbearable uh a look at something like any of before he went batshit crazy like neil, neil butte's films like his early mm-hmm. films were just those are just fucking those are uncomfortable oh, yeah. to sit through i mean like those are good they may be but they're just like like when they're over just like fuck doesn't mm-hmm. need a shower like mm-hmm. or you know like house of sand and fog like you know hey, <laughs> movies like these are just like oh yeah when these movies are over you're just like god damn it like i didn't get that impression from it at all mm-hmm. um i just i felt it more like one of those movies like we were saying like this lost art and cinema of just shutting the fuck up and just letting your face and things do you know the acting just you don't have to talk your way through everything. And this movie is a lot of silence. I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of parts where nobody's saying anything. And then there's parts where they're screaming at each other and things like that. But oh. um, yeah, I, I just... I, I Drama. I, I uh, very much enjoyed this movie. Um, yeah, so it's it's definitely... A, it's a very, 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 very hard R movie, uh, if mm-hmm. not hard. NC-17. Is it like a watch once and then I you'd probably never want to watch it again? or Uh... Yeah, I mean, it depends on your take on it. I mean, okay. you know, like I said, just just be ready. It's not, you know, this is not a fun movie. You know, this is not like something you're like, oh, yeah, I think I'll put on So it's not a, hey, let's gather the family. It's Saturday night movie time. Yeah, no, it's about a serious sex addict that goes down some serious rabbit holes that as far down. as like. Hey. hey, that's that's addictive. <sighs> Addiction, yeah, rabbit holes, going I mean, after rabbit Jesus. holes. I just can't. You can't talk about this subject. <laughs> not on the BAMFcast. No, <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> But anyway, it's it's a good movie, and uh, I would recommend <laughs> it to half some people. 
I suppose. Some people. Not us. People who like movies about sex addiction. People with some maturity. People like us. There you go. There people you go. who people don't unlike giggle us. at nudity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People who can appreciate Dolph Balls. I, you know, <laughs> waving people your slang around in the movie aside, uh, Michael Fassbender, I just... He's becoming one of those people. It's like I will see whatever movie he's in. Like Wait, I will waves it around. Well, whatever. Or, you or does he waggle it? it. <laughs> wiggle, 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 wiggle. You know, <laughs> whatever. Oh. Girl with <laughs> that body. Yeah, but you know. Um, but yes, out. I mean, you know, like what I'm just saying is like I, I will watch just about any movie he decides to be in. He's he's kind of earned that free pass for me at this point. Mm-hmm. Like I, I will just seek out whatever movie he decides. He's earned a free pass bender. Yes. <laughs> Fast pass, Bender. Fast pass. I should have seen that. Yes, I really should. You should. You should. The power. So moving on from shame. Moving on. No, it's easy to say I'll follow him because right now he's making fantastic fucking movies. So it's easy to say that, and you know, maybe a few years from now he'll be in some shit fest of a movie that Phantoms. He'll be fast. Yeah, he'll be in the reboot of Phantoms. Yeah. But he'll, he'll be the bomb in it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, so anyway, the other movie is, uh, this is a big one, so that's why I saved it for last. Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Whoa. Ghost Protocol. And How was it? It is really unfortunate that movie came out when it did. Because I would have fucking loved to see this in the theater. The fact that it came out around Christmas, it can eat a dick. Because yeah. I would have like well, loved to see this movie. Yep, in Michael a, I would have loved to see this movie in an in a, in a IMAX theater. Because apparently this did like the Dark Knight thing where certain scenes were shot in IMAX and it mm-hmm. widened out the frame and things for IMAX scenes. Hmm. And I could just imagine that some of these scenes would have been unbelievably amazing in an IMAX theater. Unfortunately, the Blu-ray and whatnot do not switch formats to like mm-hmm. see show yeah. the full thing. It stays in the 235 aspect the whole time. So There's not an IMAX version? No. Ah. No. So it doesn't widen out for those shots. But the... The movie is really good. Like I, I enjoyed Mission Impossible three quite a bit. I, I thought it was just really good, and hmm. this one kind of picks right. It's sort of like they, they made one, and you know I liked one. A lot of people don't like one. Two was like crazy John Woo action didn't make any fucking sense, <laughs> and then it's like so they did kind of like a minor reboot, like when J.J. Abrams kind of got involved. Mm-hmm. I mean he actually directed three, but then he's a producer on this one. And it's sort of like they kind of minorly rebooted the series because it's like that's canon and so is this now. Like yeah. they're kind of starting this new thing, but I I loved this movie. It's it's a whole lot of fun. Were there ghosts? <laughs> uh, no, there were no ghosts. Is this Bing Rames in it? Were there any protocols? There were lots of protocols. Okay, well, and, at least... and some bad, bad, badass cars. Mm, okay. Oh, including I mean, you don't get to see it. Was there a Rolls Royce ghost? Uh, there might have been. There well, was the... a Bugatti Veyron parked. It didn't drive around. The director oh. of The Incredibles. Waste. Yes, Red <laughs> Bird. Red Bird. And, the Iron, and, and, and the Iron Giant, Giant. yes. But uh, yeah, it's 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 really good. And um, I I think I don't remember. I think it was an email that was refuting our Golden Jocks, uh, you know, mm-hmm. nominations for not having this in there. But we hadn't seen it, mm-hmm. and you I can't nominate it if we haven't. I seen it. I think this might have been in there. Rules. It might have been in there because it, it's it's a very solid action movie. Like it does crazy, implausible bits of action. But like you were saying, it's like if you build up a certain layer layer of trust. Mm-hmm. You'll just follow it and go like, okay, yeah, maybe that could happen if you're super specially trained. You know, like if you're yeah. if you're a super agent, yeah. maybe you could do that. You know, it's like you you, you get a you get a yeah, pass at a yeah, certain point. Yeah, you only get so many free passes yeah. for movie per movie. Yeah. And like I said, like it. I think one of the reasons we like Fast Five and my probably why I don't think this would affect our our vote for that is that's just crazy implausible the whole movie. Yeah, 
And these and it culminates in something so ridiculous. And, and those guys, like the rock aside, have no business being able to do any of this. They're just kind of standard run-of-the-mill jackasses, and it's it's set in this universe where it's like these crazy jackasses who don't. They've give already a fuck. established that this shit happens yeah. in this world. I'm just saying, huh? like they, they just have no business doing this. I, you know, super secret, uh, you know, government agents from a agency that doesn't even exist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike can do this shit. So like, sure. it's, it, it, you can buy it. Like, okay, right. well maybe you know he can climb the side of this the world's largest building or maybe they can flip a car around and he doesn't get crushed or yada yada yada, all the Mm -hmm. crazy things that happen but you know so it's like i think i I just enjoy fast five because it's like it's turn your brain off and like holy shit like none of this should be happening or people surviving or any of this so Hmm. this just feels like at no point do you feel the same kind of like just crazy jubilation but it's still Mm -hmm. a fantastic movie and it does some crazy crazy action stuff like I mean, the people talk about people have talked about like the Dubai scene. Mm-hmm. It, it's just amazing, start to finish. I mean, just like mm-hmm. you know, you've seen the shots like where he's on the side of the building, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, there's more to it than that. This is more I've heard about the movie since it was released. I mean, it was such a it's, non. It's it, 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 it was a horrible time for it to come out. This is this was that was perfect summer movie fair or do yeah. the early summer or whatever. But it did not belong anywhere around Christmas. Where like we said. People have family. They they're not thinking like, let's get the family to go there, go see Mission Impossible. Go see the kick-ass action movie. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That's why you know you can put out another Scrooge movie or whatever. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Those do money. Put out your Tim Allen movie. Yeah. Anyway, so but yes, I highly recommend it now that it's out for easy consumption. Okay. And and Blu-ray because it looks really good. Yeah. I'm done. That's all the movies I saw. Okay. It's mail call time. Okay. Because since we skipped it last week, we got a bunch. Do have a uh, voicemail from Amy. Who's called before? Uh, hey, she wanted Amy. to talk about Cross. Oh, <laughs> good. Cross. Chuck's Great. favorite movie of Ooh. the new millennium. Hey, guys. It's Amy. Just got done listening to the Cross episode. I watched that movie while I was at work because I work as a receptionist a little bit, you know, get some money. And I didn't love Cross. It was pretty shitty. But there were two things I liked about it. One, a Gary Busey reference in a Jake Busey movie. That was appealing to me. Two was that uh, there's this guy I work with, and he's always coming up, and he's like, hey, what have you been watching on the Netflix? What are you watching? And this time I got to say, oh, yeah, I'm watching this movie Cross. It's got Brian Austin Green and Jake Busey. And he got so pissed off that I was watching this movie. I mean... I've, I've kind of learned the thing about me is my favorite bad movies are the ones that piss people off that I'm actually watching them. And he got really pissed off. He wouldn't talk to me for the rest of the night. Not that I cared because I was watching an amazing movie. But, uh, yeah, I really love to uh, make people mad with what I'm watching. I will suffer through any movie that pisses off somebody. That's what I will do. So, um, you know what? Keep these shitty movies coming. Because I enjoy infuriating him while he's trying to work. That makes me happy. And you guys make me happy, and I love it. Thank you. Bye. There's one thing we're good at. It's making women happy. Yeah. <laughs> plus, one, our, plus one to trolling. <laughs> yeah, she and Chuck are kindred spirits in that. I, I do like pissing people off with my movie choices. Yep. <laughs> I would like to know, Amy, what about Cross made him so cross? Uh, oh. oh god! Damn I, actually, I do want to know what what pissed him off. So it had much to be Brian it. Austin Punishing. Green. <laughs> like you tell anyone, this movie's main star is Brian Austin Green. People fuck you! Like, what the you fuck did you watch that for? It's the same reaction most people have. Is basically like that's not a real movie. 
did it come out in theaters? No, it's not a real movie. Why are you wasting your time with that bullshit? Mm-hmm. Why don't you watch Avatar? You know, it's it's Vader. You know, say he's a fighter. It's it's the yeah. people who can't stand spending the eight dollars a month on Netflix and then saying all oh, these movies suck. Ah, those folks. Most of them yeah. do, but not all of them do. Expand if you like documentaries, like, yeah, there's yeah. plenty to watch. Yeah. And, and there top are. Gear. <laughs> yes, plenty of Top, top Gear. TV, Lots of top yeah, gear. TV. Yeah. Like for me, Netflix has become more about TV than anything. Sure, because but there's so many yeah. shows. There are TV and documentaries. I, I honestly have to make it a point to like do something other than fire up Netflix because I'll just be like, I'll spend 20 minutes just beep beep. Oh, yeah. that's on here. What's you know, and yeah. like not actually watching something. Right. Yeah, just yeah. looking at it. Yeah. Just in, Ooh, like I didn't know I could watch yeah. this. Like yeah. just standing in the middle of the well, video like, stores, like I could watch all of these. <laughs> I could watch all of these. Yeah, imagine like back in the day, if you'd had an unlimited pass to your video store, they'd yeah. just be like, "Yeah, come back in, and take one out at a time." If there was that concept back then, yeah, you would oh just get God. lost. You yeah. would just stand there just and like, just go, "I, I could watch things all of I've them. thought about. Oh, watching. and they, they might still be in business. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. If they'd let us rent unlimited, charges eight dollars a month. I know. I know. We would have paid twenty bucks a month. Blockbuster tried that towards the end. It was too little, too late. Too late. Yep. But yeah, I wouldn't have, I mean, I wouldn't have watched any of the documentaries I've watched in the last few years if it hadn't been for my sweet-ass Netflix. Sweet-ass. Netflix. Sweet it's sweet-ass. <laughs> oh, I love my sweet-ass Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so Sorry, sweet. that was a weird reference. Yeah, it's all right. All right, moving along. Moving, moving along. right along. What do we got? Um, right, moving along. Okay, uh, next voicemail, we got a mystery caller because I don't think uh, they identified it. Prank caller, prank caller. What's up, guys? I love your show. I just found it not very long ago. I've got a movie you guys have to watch. It's right up your alley. It's it's a really bad, cheesy pity flick from the 80s called Flesh Gordon versus the Cosmic Cheerleaders. It is just full of all kinds of craziness for you guys to rip apart. Uh, once again, dude, I, I really I really love your guys' show. Talk to you later. Bye. So wait, they made a sequel to Flesh Gordon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was at least two. Oh, okay. So Oh, so this is the sequel. Okay. Yeah, because I, yeah, I mean, I knew they did Flesh Gordon. That was a big thing. That was like in the 70s, wasn't it? Didn't they beat the punch to the 80s? Maybe. The, the sequel right came out a, a good 10 years later, maybe. Okay. Um, hey, I like titty movies. Sure. Yeah. Well, titties. I like titties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a fan. Sometimes, fan of the, the, sometimes the movie you have to suffer through is not worth it. Yeah. Like, I.e. Showgirls. Yeah. This is true. Oh, I don't know. Well, now, see, if, if Showgirls wasn't three hours long, yes, if they could go. cut out some of the bullshit. At that the point, you're like, I'm tired of looking at titties. Yeah. Go it's away like, now. Make these go away. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But God, all they're so angry in it. All the titties yeah, are angry. Yeah, all the chicks are attached to are angry. That's oh, they're the so angry. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, we will note that guy was from the same area code as Amy, so that might have been her coworker. Oh, angry true. that she was not watching Flesh yeah. Gordon. She's like, Possibly. Why, that may be why what are you she watching was Brian Austin Gray when you Flesh got titty Gordon. movies? First Flesh Gordon versus Cosmic Cheerleaders. cheerleaders yeah. Cosmic Cheerleaders. Why don't chicks watch titty movies? <laughs> I don't know. Titties are glorious. Titties. Everybody yeah. should watch them. They yes. are. I well, agree. Chicks don't have to because they can just look in a mirror. Oh, true. Okay. Uh, <laughs> next up, <laughs> just blew my mind. Next up, we had a series of voicemails from listener Strelnikov. What? Which Duh. is that Russian tea strel? No, I don't, <laughs> he did not sound Strel- Russian. It is Strelnikov. He did He's not very sound bright, Russian. Shiny light, but He's uh, good. Give us one ping. There's one ping there's only. a couple things he covered that I want to talk about. Um, okay, he talked about Doc Savage for a bit, and he seemed a little angry that we didn't like it. I and he felt we didn't like get it. it. He I felt like it was up cupcake. 
because uh, his main argument was that in that era, um, camp was played differently than it is nowadays, and uh-huh. they sure. went for camp rather than going for playing it straight because they thought that they couldn't legitimately play it straight. I think we but, picked up on that. Yeah, yeah, but I think if it's even with it being camp, it didn't work. No, you know, is is the problem? <laughs> it's, you know, solid. I mean, that's true. Yeah, I think BJ and I fairly enjoyed that. I, I mean, liked it okay. Yeah. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't the best thing ever, but yeah, I, I, it's all right. I I truly appreciate yeah. it for what it was. I mean, I, I think the moments of high camp we all enjoyed. The, mm-hmm. the <laughs> no, I <laughs> mean yeah. that you know yeah. that stuff is meant yeah, to be they, campy. I and wanted funny. more of that. Though. Sure, they didn't do enough of it. I think yeah. that's what our problem was. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, he also uh, compared DC Cab and Repo Man in their setup and structure. Uh, in that there's a guy learning the ropes who doesn't quite know everything, and there's the plot doesn't kick in till later in the movie. Well, and, sure, yeah. You know, okay. there are some similars, but he also, this is the one I really liked, is he brought up that movies that have working class stories don't really come out anymore in the mainstream. They're mostly indie movies that kind of cover that stuff, and he mentioned Clerks as being one of the the big hallmarks of that in recent times, but so often you get protagonists that are just they they have all this money, but you never know where they got it, and it's people. not really about people having shitty jobs. It's about people nowadays in movies are oh they're always an ad executive or you know yes. some bullshit job that studios never quite... have decided that people want to go to movies to see jobs that they can't get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, so not, you it's don't not the get right movies, decision. Yeah, but... so you don't get movies like DC Cab anymore, right. where sure. it's just a bunch of working class dudes, or, or you do, and they come out not so good, like Employee of the Month. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I mean, yeah, Made in Manhattan, or sure, you know. JLo is a maid I in mean, the hotel. They, they, yeah, they still of course try she to is. do these things. I mean, some, sometimes they're okay. Like I, I thought for what it was, I thought waiting was okay. You know about oh yeah, waiting. What waiting yeah. was was pretty good. Yeah, it's it's like better than it probably deserved it, to be. It but was, I'm just saying, like there clerks are, ten yeah. years later. Yeah, right? I mean there there are small examples of of movies of yeah. that, but. But yeah. not, mm-hmm. not not like, like it that. used to be. It used to be like yeah. he's a coal miner and she's got pepper lung and they. You know, I mean, pepper everyone had lung. everyone had that's not my glamorous diseases, band. and you know the the guys had terrible jobs. And actually, that's my Jethro Tull. <laughs> <laughs> pepper lung, pepper lung. Actually, it's my Jethro Tull and Beatles Sergeant Pepper cover band era. I like it, great. Yeah. yeah. And uh, last thing you mentioned is he wants Chuck to watch Black Devil Doll from Hell for his Halloween. I will series. do that. I I looked. I can't mo- believe you didn't know about this. Never movie. heard of it. Really? I, never yeah. heard of it. Oh, I, sweet baby Jesus! I, I was shocked when I told you, and you're like, "What is that?" I saw. I, well, I mean, the title to me sounded like something that was on one of my public domain collections, and I was just mm-hmm. like, "No." And then I looked at the poster, and I was like, "All right." And then I saw that it cost like ten thousand dollars to make. I'm like, "Yeah, I could watch this." Mm-hmm. So, if there's some way that we could somehow combine that and like Black Exploitation History Month, yeah. like if, if they were Halloween just happened to be in. In February? February. Well, <laughs> be if only. I'll, I'll work on that. <laughs> I'll see what we can do. Maybe maybe one, you know, many years down the line, because we're going to be here forever, yeah, apparently. Of course, in perpetuity. Uh, we will just go ahead and do, uh, you know, Black Exploitation Horror History Month. Oh. And we'll get, like, you know, Blackulas and things like that out of the yeah. way. That hurts my head. Okay. Two concepts for the price of I, one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then we can watch comedy horror for October. Yep. Yeah. Nice Transylvania six five thousand. Yes, <laughs> hell yes. All right, uh, moving on. We got Josh from Corpus Christi left us a voicemail. Hey guys, this is Josh from Corpus Christi, Texas. Again, just wanted to impart a little story your way. Uh, 
happy, you'd be happy to know, uh, earlier on a road trip I was taking with my mom uh, back in from Houston, uh, I decided to pull up the Stargrove episode of the Bamcast, which my mother was the one who introduced me to that episode, or to that movie, and uh, led me to pass it along to you guys. And I have to say, I haven't seen her that happy and laughing that hard in quite a while. So I uh, just want to let you know that uh, my introduction of her movie to you uh, kind of allowed you guys to give her a damn funny day and almost want to wreck the van. Uh, anyway, though, on top of that, I wanted to thank you guys so much. I did not realize that uh, on top of that package I had when you guys sent me rock and roll that there was a bonus disc in there filled with a ton of extra goodies. I just found it today, and it was fantastic, and that, just, that made everything even better. I, I was just so excited when I got it in the first place that I didn't even dig past what I originally knew was there. Uh, to find more cool stuff. So you guys are fucking awesome. I love you guys so much, and thanks again. Keep on kicking ass. Rock. Once again, we are pleasing the ladies. <laughs> we are. <laughs> yeah. Pleasing them so hard pleasing that they mothers. nearly wreck their vans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I like to hear. So hey, Josh, say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Yeah. Tell her we specifically say hello. Right. All of us. Individually. All right. We also got an email from listener John. Doesn't say where he's from. Hi, John. But uh, this is about Michael Moriarty. Yay. Boop, scap, doop, boop, 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 John, we we may have angered John a little bit. Oh, dear. Oh. He says, oh, well. how in the name of God does one go about not loving the acting of Michael Moriarty? <laughs> Just saying. He's simultaneously... He is simultaneously 100% insane nut job and 100% smooth talking badass in the stuff. Screw aliens. The stuff is my favorite sci-fi flick. Mm-hmm. He's also a romp and cue, but I do understand how one could find him somewhat annoying if you've not seen his insane acting in the stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's a 30 second scene that he's forced the cast and crew to do with him while he's lecturing some soldiers out of the blue. <laughs> he is the Nick Cage of the low budget 80s world to me. Uh-huh. Don't tread on it. <laughs> John. Wow. Okay. Didn't know where you're bad trying so, anything. Uh, it, according, I don't, sounds like we need to watch more Michael Moriarty. I don't think that... He's done a good should, job of selling him to me. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think we should have to watch this movie to appreciate this batshit in yeah, this yeah. movie. I, I, I let, me, let me pitch this to you. Any of that? Hey, you got to watch this. Had you seen, yeah. like, one Gary Busey performance? Like, so let, let's mm-hmm. say Bulletproof had been your first exposure to Gary Busey. Mm-hmm. You would think, what the fuck is this guy doing? Who does he think he is? I think I want to see more in every movie that this guy's ever made, yeah, personally. That's, okay. That's crazy good. I, yeah. I, it, it, it's hard to compare the two because okay. because Moriarty's performance in Q is so off-kilter that it seems to transcend the movie because he's just so out of it. But... He does that shit a lot, but the weird thing is, is that he will rein that in and be perfectly dramatic and be perfectly great. So he's that sort of interesting, like, are you going to get a really great dramatic performance out of him, or is he going to be rambling, nutty, sweaty guy? So he is kind of like Nick Cage about 15 years ago. Yeah, really. Like he could like Nick be, Cage was capable of a really yeah. great performance. He could be going for an Oscar, or he could be, you know... Would this be like if I somehow saw Lethal Weapon 3 first... And I said, who the fuck is this Joe Pesci asshole who just fucking ruined this movie? A little bit, yeah. And you'd be like, Raging Bull, yeah. Goodfellas. If you weren't and- used to him not knowing who he was, and obviously he is so well, different than okay. anything else in the movie. I mean, he's in the stuff. He's in the original Troll. Uh, you yeah. know, I mean, it's he- like, it's just one of those things, if you're not prepared for what he's doing, yeah. 
Do you? Yeah. I, I've seen the stuff, but I, I quite honestly don't remember him in it. Like, I, I just remember the overall plot of the movie. I, I think I need to watch it again, yeah, perhaps. Because he's, so. he's the star. Yeah. I, I, yeah, think, I, I think the just, issue you know, with him, to me, in that movie was I was more interested in what um, David Carradine and Richard Roundtree were doing more sure. than what he yeah. was doing. And it felt and like he was, was a distraction. That was a big issue. Like, yeah. get back to the people, the thing I'm enjoying, not yeah. this guy. He was yeah. an important character, but he was given too much screen time. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Next, we got email from Scott from Dallas, who we need to mention. Mm-hmm. Because we keep forgetting. It's my yeah. fault. My fault. Har- right. Harlow, Harlow is, the, is the home office for the Banffcast Studios. He received... I, I tucked Go it ahead, a- describe it. I, I tucked it away, and, and, and it got set aside, so it wasn't sitting in here in the studio to remind me, because I've been working weird, crazy work hours, so by the time we actually get to recording, mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, 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 gotta hurry, gotta hurry, finish, you know, because like, I was having to get up and ask Mark. Anyway, he sent us this nice package in the mail, and it is a... Package. Uh, <laughs> it is a full-size Mega Force poster oh, 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 which, yeah. which, which poster. we have it, it is an awesome poster we have not done the movie yet and i think maybe after we finish our marvel trilogy then uh i think that might be what we need marvel to do because we haven't done a force movie in a while yeah we and need that, some force that poster is is badass so i any poster like that immediately sells me on a movie mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i'm sorry we didn't mention it sir sir we sir. suck and we're sorry what did he say in his email uh he was said he berating us for not mentioning n- his poster? no oh, okay but he did say you guys have had terrible luck lately Oh, well, listen, you guys talk about Q. I began feeling really sad for you. You guys know you're allowed to watch movies you enjoy, right? Because it's been at least a month. Anyway, I'm hoping that whatever movie you picked out tonight has broken your bad streak. Yes. In spectacular fashion. Mission accomplished. And then next week we'll be back to shit. Trust me. Hey, come on. Hey, don't prejudge. Come on. All right. Could be fun. I will not prejudge. People are strange. Hint. Hint. <laughs> and he said, okay, so he says, as for a subject, I've got one for you guys to ask your audience. Oh, snap. That question is, which Bamfcaster do you most often find yourself agreeing with? Oh, no. Nobody. This no. is going to be fun. No, I came across not. the Bamfcast due to smarmy water cooler face <laughs> Chuck. And I find that smarmy when it comes to actual films, yeah, I find that when it comes to actual films, I most often agree with him. Oh, no. But I've watched about a quarter of the movies the Banff cast has covered, and the person I am often agree with on bad movies is Mackie. I'm interested in oh, finding you're out. You're a pretentious asshole, aren't you? <laughs> I'm interested in finding out who the rest of your audience agrees with, oh. as I'm not, as I'm sure not everyone can be represented by Mackie. Crash and burn, listener Scott from Dallas. Well, before you trust Chuck on all your movies, <laughs> just know that Chuckles here doesn't like the movie Heat. <laughs> There's another one. Yeah. I was flipping channels and it was on, like in the badass heist scene, and Chuck walks in and he's like, What the fuck are you watching Heat for? Like in this condescending way. I'm like, Because it's fucking Heat and it's a heist that's happening right now on the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, anyway, just so you know. Yeah, yeah. just so you know. <laughs> but yeah, so if you guys, I mean, I always agree with me. I always agree sure. with me. I don't always agree with myself. Uh, That's not a question for us, but it's for the audience. Yeah, it's for the know, audience. So myself. if you really want to help Scott out, <laughs> we hate you. Please send us die. a voicemail or an email. <laughs> sure. Maybe we can create a poll on Facebook. No, oh. that's not. No, let's uh, come on. It'd be a great wow, fun a popularity contest. I, yeah. <laughs> I think Scott's trying to sow the seeds of hatred between us. Sowing the seeds of discontent. Because like every vote, every vote, I could see each of us going, "Who the fuck voted for BJ? <laughs> fuck that guy." Who the f- I'm finding the I'll results teach of this shit. Mention the poster yeah. that I sent. Yeah. <laughs> Subterfuge. Yeah. So it's cool. If you want to vote for me, you're certainly mm-hmm. smart. And if you're a good, true American, you'll vote for me. 
That doesn't sound like a good true American voice to me. A real true American sounds like this. Vote for this guy. He's number one. Vote for Stan Lee. He's the best member of the podcast. Stan Lee says, vote for Stan Lee's Stan Lee. Brought to you by voting and America. He invented voting. You love Spider-Man, don't you? Stan Lee, inventor of suffrage. When I established America. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He was one of the founding fathers. (laughs) Stan Lee, father of Christopher Columbus. (laughs) Inventor of freedom. So, Lord of Democracy. Brigadier General. Now that we're into the. Now that we're punchy, let's just get this last voicemail out of the way. We have another voicemail. Punched Hitler in the dick. Punched Hitler in the dick? Is that what I That's correct. All right. In 1947, <laughs> after he was dead, what, three years after he died, <laughs> I dug take him that up. dead Hitler's dick. <laughs> dug him up. It's much easier to do. Well, he was ashes. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I guess this is where his dick was. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ! What the hell? Oh no! Damn God! This is California Batman. Dorian Serene is hilarious. DJ is fucking hilarious. Also, King Gary, it's a giant of the smallest mind. Fucking awesome. You're doing a fucking great job. Batman out. <laughs> I don't know a word that was said in there. Did he order a Whopper with fries? <laughs> I, I do think he was uh, lauding my wonderfulness. Uh, yeah, he did give a vote for BJ, apparently. Okay. One. <laughs> That's my only. DJ takes the official lead. Yeah. <laughs> I was the only one left out at this point. Yeah, sorry, dude. I got nothing. Batman yeah. voted for me, so obviously yeah. there's no question uh, I win. That counts yeah. for like three votes at least. Yeah. Batman. I don't expect anyone to agree with me ever. Probably good. I like too many things, so therefore I'm just, I'm right off the ballot. Yep. No, you're the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm the worst for liking things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So shall we get to contact information so Please. we can uh, go away end here? this? Check us out at stanlee.com, marvel.com slash stanlee, stanleesmarvel.com at marvel.stanlee.twitter. Hashtag stanlee presents. Stan Lee's <laughs> Bamfcast. Great, thanks, Stan. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach, and I'm Chuck, and I'm Stan Lee. Excelsior, motherfucker. 